Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to call here this afternoon. Thanks, everybody, for being here. D-Dowd Muska, good afternoon, sir. Yes, uh, good afternoon, Mr. Gunn. I'm looking forward to having uh, the probably the most unqualified person ever to serve uh, in the United States Cabinet, joining uh, the uh, Biden administration and running the Department of the Interior. Oh, wow. When you said that, the most unqualified person ever to serve, I thought we were going to go directly into Michelle Lujan Grisham, who literally presided over the uh, the most historic and uh, probably worst situation the state has ever found itself in. Well, that too. She's yeah. actually broadcasting live right now. Should we carry it, everybody? No, you guys don't want to. Come on. Come on. We're not going to do that. Well, Lujan, Gr- Lujan Grisham reports 48 virus deaths, another record. Remember, this is all her record now. Joe Biden is supposed to be president. They voted Biden in. Trump is no longer going to be your president, according to them. And I I still don't think that that's necessarily going to happen. I hope it's not, because I definitely don't want Deborah Holland to be the Secretary of the Interior. But here we go. Lujan uh, Grisham, 48 virus deaths, another record. You have to wonder the timing of everything. It's almost uncanny. Um, first thing that occurred to me is how upset and angry must Michelle Lujan Grisham be? Me too. Remember, supposedly they came up with this crazy story about the fact that she gave up the Secretary of the Interior job. Declined. Declined, whatever. She she decided to go ahead and hand it on over, right, for to somebody else. I don't think that adds up. I don't think Michelle Lujan Grisham was supposed to get that job. Mm. I think they passed her over because... You know, she's got a state which literally leads the nation on a per 100,000 in terms of virus infections and number of deaths. This is all on her watch. Okay. How could you get someone confirmed like this? Or how could you get someone confirmed from the Secretary of Health and Human Services as the Secretary of Health and Human Services if the previous position that she occupied at the highest level previously in that very job, she resigned yeah, or yeah, was yeah. forced out? They. I mean, I just don't think yeah, I see that, where you're going here. Yeah, I just don't think that any point that she was going to be able to, you know, pass the sniff test of the Senate. Yeah, I don't think she would have been confirmed, and I think they know this. In addition to being a terrible human being, in addition to being somebody who's mean spirited and doesn't seem to be working on behalf of, and, and that's every Democrat for the most part right now. I mean, oh, it's dedicated to public service. Dedicated, like, we're not hearing, we're literally hearing about heart attacks that are being characterized as COVID-19 deaths. Yep. We're hearing about pneumonias uh, that are characterized as COVID-19. Like, you can literally classify anything, and I think she's just getting angry. She's at this point where she's upset, angry, and she's lashing out, and she's like, you know what, we need to increase the number of uh, COVID-19 deaths. Because remember, all it takes is a simple signature. A signature that doesn't even need to be verified, just like your ballots. They don't need to be verified. That's right. No one's checking these signatures. No one's looking at these signatures and saying, well, hmm, that looks an awful lot like the previous one. That'll pass. That'll pass. No, we got rid of that. In an age where we're injecting potentially virus, uh, a virus vaccine that could potentially track us because we're going to know by flashing over a light, over your skin, whether or not you've taken that vaccine, 
You're telling me that we don't have to show an ID to vote? That we don't have to verify a signature? That we don't have to do any of this stuff? That we, where and what crazy world do you have to have higher requirements to get a vaccine, which it should be available for everybody, than it does to vote? All of this stuff is going to come to pass very quickly because it looks as if we potentially could have another election on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I know if you were picking between the two, who you'd rather get rid of here in the state of New Mexico, if you had a choice, right? <laughs> we're going to go Sophie's choice here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> unfortunately, right? You'd be saying, well, no, but take, take Lujan Grisham. We don't even hardly hear from Holland. We don't know who she is or what she does. And I don't know, some guy, Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk, <laughs> is talking about her all the time and saying that she should be the, we need to make history. Well, they made, they made it. A woman with how many DUIs? Three we've confirmed, right? Confirmed Rudy, Rudy says three. possibly more. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, Rudy, you said as many as five? As many as five, but we had three that were confirmed that we still have the data on. All right. So she's potentially gone. I'm trying to look for the silver lining here because I don't want her to be gone because I want Donald Trump to continue to be president. Okay? I, I still think that there's a good possibility here that Donald Trump's going to be president. But here's the other part of this. On the flip side of this, you know the only thing the Republicans are really in <laughs> – interested in here in the state of New Mexico is their elections, right? What did I just run for? I just ran for state party chair, right? I lost by one vote or, wait, 29 if you counted five hours later for 172 votes, according to them. I went through all the markers, and let me tell you, it doesn't even look like that. And I said, when I was running for state party chair, what I said, we're going to have another election so that we can get 100% participation. To me, that is key, getting 100% participation, getting all the voices heard. Just like when you guys come onto the radio, I want to make sure that you guys are like coming on, unscreened. Now you're delayed after that, uh, guy, that guy yesterday, which basically we caught like halfway through. So that was kind of cool. I was very happy with that. You can hear it on the recording on the YouTube and everything, but you can't hear it uh, on the actual air. We have a recorder for air, that, which gives us that, which is, thank God, my board records everything. Now, with that being said... There's going to be this mad scramble for power in the Republican Party because the Republican Party doesn't have any. It took us $23 million of PAC money to get Yvette Harrell elected, the most expensive race in, in, a, in a place we completely and totally dominate. Right. We dominate CD2. If you look at some of these places, like 71, 72, 73% registered Republican, like what do you need $23 million for? Well, because you got a rock star, unfortunately, and I dislike her in every way, with the exception, of course, of you know her ability to compete at a very high level. So she told Taurus Small. I mean, the woman raised $10 million. Yep. That's three times more than Mark Ronchetti raised for the entire state. That's a good point. <laughs> like, you need to think about who you're electing here. Like, there's no bench in the Republican Party. There's nobody to really speak of. Uh, your social media campaigning doesn't count. You tell me what person who's run for Congress, who's run for Senate, and said, well, I'm really going to step up my social media campaign. I'm going to do my morning coffee video so everybody can get, like, yeah, and, and what else? What is that really going to do? What, what, what attention are you bringing? 30, 40, 50 people watching you on, on Facebook? That's not a campaign. You've got to have somebody who can raise money very quickly 
Because here's the rules. Dems the rules. And it's going to happen quick. Let me tell you. It's a big club, like George Carlin, Carlin said, and you ain't in it. And that's the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico. Now, a lot of you people said, well, the Republican Party's dead. The Republican Party's over. What's happening to the Republican Party? Eddie, you should have won. Yeah, it took three guys to beat me. You had Jeff Snyder, who literally got thrown out for calling the Trump Party, or people who supported Trump, and the Trump campaign, I know, a bunch of Nazis. Got it right there in the email. They put him up. Some guy, Eric Lucero, who you like a lot, doubt. Uh, well, personal friend, friends. Yeah, personal friends. friends. Well, you got eight votes. And then you, then you have Steve Pierce. And all the feedback that I'm getting, all the feedback that I'm getting is like, whoa. Talk about uh, getting an overhaul. And they, they shut down the votes the day after Thanksgiving, and all these people were cut out. They were cut out of the election. Inside baseball. Inside <laughs> baseball. Well, guess what happens once again, folks? Here, here what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> Honestly, think about what do you think is going to happen. If the Republicans can figure a way to screw it up, they will. Because there's history here, folks. This used to be a Republican seat in CD1. We had Heather Wilson. Yep. We had Steve uh, Schiff. Schiff yep. We had Lou Hahn back in the day, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Manuel Lujan. And you mean to tell me we're going to go ahead and play inside baseball? Now, I know you Trump supporters, you guys have been given possibly the worst hand ever. You don't trust the party. You don't trust what's happened in the voting systems. And by the way, the number two, number two, financier, Number two, donations. Number two, purchaser of Dominion voting system. Guess what state? Yeah, that would be New Mexico, the poorest state in the country. So how is it that we're spending so much on Dominion voting systems and then turning around and be like, well, no, there was no, no, no fault here. I read you the stats yesterday. I'm like, how do you explain these weird anomalies and all this? Republican Party isn't going to get to the bottom of this. And the Democratic Party isn't about to. And they're not worried. They're like, yeah, we're going to cakewalk it in. And it's going to be all of uh, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver or Damon Martinez, who I worked for, by the way, when I worked in, I know Damon, worked in Washington, D.C. for Jeff Bingaman. He used to carry around this Truman book. By the way, did you know it was like, uh, you know, back in 1950, uh, as of yesterday, that uh, Truman uh, had a national, um, he said it was a a national crisis or national emergency because of communism coming in. Mm. Boy, how far we've come. That's who you're going to get on the Democrat side. Where's the bench on the, on the Republican side? Kind of thin. You got people who are looking for jobs. You got a lot of unemployed people. Got a lot of people who are community organizers. People who are out there, well, I've got a name. I'm in your living room every single night. Well, you also <laughs> hate Trump. You also said, well, orange man bad. Well, I used to be a Republican. You couldn't until, beat Ben Ray. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't beat Ben Ray Lujan. And you lost Bernalillo County by 13 points. How is it that you're going to get that and see? Well, people trust me. I'm in, I'm in their living room every single night. They've developed a relationship with me over 10 years. You think through the TV? What is this? Poltergeist? Because the Republican Party has been a giant ghost. And this is our opportunity. Should Donald Trump not be president, I better see every single one of you Trump supporters out there being involved and getting involved because this is a chance to take back CD1. Now, 
How many times has Michelle, what has Michelle Garcia Holmes run for? And how many times and for what race? Michelle Garcia Holmes has run for Lieutenant, oh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Governor. Governor. Yeah. I don't think she did Steve Pierce any favors. Oh, she used to be the chief of staff for Gary King, right? Do you really want to go there? You want to talk about the Epstein Ranch? You want to talk about any of that stuff? I don't think we really want to talk about any of that stuff, do we? You want to go down that road? How about only raising $147,000? That's probably not pretty good. Too good, I should say. <laughs> I was thinking, well, you know, Mark Ronchetti, by contrast, statewide, raised, I think, roughly about $3 million, but, you know, has the best political consultant in the game in Jay McCluskey, regardless if you like him or hate him. Mm. Even though he went over in this particular 2020 election, let me tell you this much. The guy has been a proven winner. You can't deny that. He gets to pick his clients. His clients don't pick him. That's the way it works when there's not that much power. That's just sheer brain power. And it doesn't get along with the other side of the party. So back to the main point on on all of this, which is there's likely going to be an opportunity. Barring a miracle, which hopefully will say that our president, Donald J. Trump, remains president, we can only hope, we can only hope that Deborah Holland never sees the light of day and has control of anywhere from 18 to 25% of all the lands in this entire country. Can you imagine? What is she going to do? Is she just going to carve up the <laughs> the landscape? <laughs> Bullet dirt roads, go into a blazing you know, saddle in the desert and say, well, but, you know, here's, here, here's the area where I can uh, turn around and have a great time, uh, any old time I want in my car, driving a very high, like if you look at her and what she's been doing, nothing. Just like Ben Ray for 12 years, 10 years, whatever it is, and for another six years, nothing. And no pushback at all whatsoever. In fact, the Democrats hardly even acknowledge the Republican Party. That's the problem that we have. Now, when we return, we're going to read you the rules, how it's going to work, and if it's going to work, I can only hope that Donald Trump remains president. So we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here. We have until January 6th to make that determination, and there's other people who are saying, well, it might get strung out a lot further than that. The Supreme Court is incredibly weak. They're doing absolutely nothing for a president who has standing, who has rightful claims of fraud being committed against him in various places, and this ain't no conspiracy theory. Well, you got to prove it. You gotta, well, we got to hear it. How can you prove anything If the courts aren't even hearing it, if you can't get through a 5-0 court in New Mexico or whatever the courts are in Pennsylvania or Wisconsin or wherever you're contesting them, or in the case of those rhino Republicans down in Georgia, the Secretary of State, and I would also include the governor in some of that, well, you know, they're they're walking a very thin line. I don't know what they're doing. If you want to see rhinos in action, look no further than Georgia. This is an absolutely, incredibly sad time for our country, and for me. I have every last piece of Trump paraphernalia hanging in my, ha- in, in, in my office here. I think about all the great things that happened before the pandemic, and then all of a sudden we have the uncontrollable variables, uh, not to mention the Chinese-funded media here in this country, CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, and they're getting their money, they're getting their marching orders, and they're saying, you know what? How can you claim fraud? We won this fair and square. How does a guy which you can see on our top 10 video, how does a guy get nearly 80 million votes and get nobody turning out, nobody turning out in Georgia for his quote-unquote rallies and a few people honking the horns? 
It doesn't add up. You, 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 you don't see it. It doesn't add up to you. That's because there was a lot of addition that was happening on top of the votes that were already cast. And we need to verify what that is. And before we have another election, which includes this potentially upcoming one for CD1, boy, we better get our stuff straight and we better know whether or not we can trust these votes here in the state of New Mexico. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. We return. Dowd will rifle off the... Uh, Get to go into the annals of the Republican Party uh, to <laughs> hey, find man. how it's all going to work. And uh, there's lots of people out there who are kind of poking around. It's like, well, I got nothing to do. I've been on uh, Facebook, so I think I can run. <laughs> what else? How about those people who have really been showing up to some of those rallies? You know, we've seen a lot of people out there who've been actually showing up to the rallies. And unfortunately, it's not the aforementioned people that I've mentioned before, which would include one Elisa Martinez, uh, one Michelle Garcia Holmes, and. Uh, one Mark Ronchetti. Although I have seen a little bit of Louis Sanchez out there at a number of places, so he's a business owner, he's a guy. It's not a bad thought right there, but you know what? What we have to do is put it all out here on the table. 423, we'll talk more right after the break here in the keyboard. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done, and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us. 
Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Alarms are ignored. Kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs two large blinded studies confirmed the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. A little chilly, well, not a little, it's a lot chilly overnight. 22 degrees are expected low. Right now, though, look at this, 42 degrees from the West Mesa to Paseo Crossing and over to the Rock of Talk. All right, troubles as you make your way on the eastbound side of I-40, transition to the northbound I-25. There's a stall right there just before the whole merge, so that's going to cost you a little bit of attention. Heads up on that. And I-25 northbound. Pretty much right before the big guy, you know, right there, just past Lomas. I know it's on the right shoulder with big yellow, but it is a stall, so do be aware of that. And if your drive takes you on Carlisle southbound for some reason from uh, Phoenix out to the I-40, it is under 10 miles an hour, so very packed there, but I don't see any accidents or stalls. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Rio Rancho. Heavenly hydrating mask. You say, what is that? Well, you know, the winter weather and you go in and out of the house and you have that dry weather with the heat blowing in the house, the cold outside, it damages the hair. They have this for half price. A heavenly hydrating mask, $30 through the end of the year. You can also get, if you have a real damaged hair, hair transformation masks, also 50% off, another $30. And that's at Salon Deluxe. If you'd like to know more, go to salondeluxe.com. With that, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the rock and talk. I've had enough feeling of messing around with jerks. My car is parked outside. I'm afraid it doesn't work. I'm looking for a partner. Someone who gets things fixed. Ask yourself this question. Do you want to be rich? Twenty-nine here in the queue, a little pet shop boys, but you haven't heard that in a while, right, Dad? Many, many. Uh, yeah, good, we're good, both good. children of the '80s, though we recognize it when we hear it. <laughs> so opportunities abound here. Uh, potentially, should Trump uh, not be our president, so one way or the other, it's going to be a win here for CD One because I do believe that uh, we can convert this after having what Michelle. Look at the the history here: Michelle Lujan Grisham and Deborah Holland. 
<laughs> it's failure after failure. Well, yeah, but, but you're before right. that, Martin Heinrich. I was looking at the the history of this congressional district, which yeah. was created in 1968. Um, uh, Manuel Lujan Jr. of course served yeah. uh, what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, it was nine, an ten, institution. ten terms. Then you got Steve Schiff. Then you've got Heather Wilson. So this, until until Those Martin Heinrich, these, this was all Republican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then well, that's part of the problem is is when you have you know other parts of the state running the Republican Party, which has been the case for some time, this is what happens. Yes. I believe John Dendall, who, is fr- who hailed from uh, Albuquerque, if I'm not mistaken, um, and I think ran for governor before his death in uh, 2000, what would that be, six, I think is when he ran, or and there was nobody else to run, so he ran, and he was, you know, leading up the party at that time, but, uh, you know, we really have, we've been over for a very, very, very long time, mm-hmm. but you also have to think about something else. And that's the strong, strong leadership that you have and had in one Pete Domenici. Look at have you have I ever pointed that letter to you? Have you ever seen? This I, oh, I've, I've looked at it many times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. see that that's a, a letter directly from Nancy, and uh, she sent that directly to me as we had uh, a bunch of people. I still have that recording. You know, we had Ryan Cangelosi and all sorts of uh, people who supported and had been working for Pete Domenici over the years. Uh, Ryan Cangelosi being the former uh, party chair and uh, came to partake and and give their their tribute. But a lot of Manuel Lujan's strength. I mean, that was it. We had real guys. We had Domenici. We had Emmanuel Lujan. We had Heather Wilson. We had Schiff. I mean, those were statesmen. It has been a very uh, orders. We had. It's been a very long time. Since we'd had some of this. Certainly, Heinrich, I don't even know that he can complete a sentence at this point. <laughs> With no due respect to him whatsoever. Michelle Lujan Grisham, you see what she's made of our entire state. And, um, well, then there's Deborah Holland, which may have been the worst debater that I've ever seen. So, getting lots of texts. I wish I could read them all. You're very nice to me. I appreciate it. I, I, love, I love my job here. I love my station. Um... And you guys, are, no, I did not forget Pete Domenici. I just talked about him. Look at this. Oh, here we go. It, it, someone's got to grin on the parade. You got to find the negatives. There we go. But uh, I've had several people say, "Hey, Eddie, why don't you run? Why don't you get involved?" The, the draft Aragon movement has begun already. Well, I've got uh, four people. <laughs> All right, right. They're starting to so we're throwing some some names out there. But you know, that's kind of the way that this whole thing will will inevitably go. So, um, gotta gotta let you know, it hasn't really, you know something that, that I'm really not interested in because then you got to go and raise money and raise money and raise money and raise money. And I am good at doing that. No doubt about that. Oh, this is, a, is going to be an extremely compressed process. You know, we're not, we're not looking at two years out. Really? What, is it, mean, what does it look like? Well, here, here's the law. Um, 10 days, I'm reading right from the state statutes, 10 days, uh, this is election uh, chapter one, elections one dash 15 dash 18.1, 10 days after a vacancy occurs in the office of a United States representative, the so governor. So that would ostensibly be... That ostensibly would be January 30th? Well, it's, a qu- it's an interesting question. If she dates her resignation letter, is that when the 10 days begins? Is when, if she's confirmed by the Senate, is that when the 10 days begins? You know, so we'll have to look at that. Well, uh, I think that w- they would be strategic in that. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think they would look at that and they would say to themselves, uh, absolutely. Yeah, get this done as quickly as possible. Expedite this before they decide to go ahead and gather some money. And, right? and spe- you know, special elections, we are going to have a special election. You know, they're weird. Like, Scott Brown got elected into the seat that, that oh my Senator Kennedy died right. 
And, you know, weird things can happen in special elections uh, because turnout tends to be much lower. But let me let me continue through the whole process here. Or, or weirdly high, uh, yeah. we've seen as well. You can also get, right, right. there's a lot of passion and people are really motivated, it could be weirdly high, yep, I'll yep, tell you yep. that. Or, or a high recognition name person running. Uh, Ten days after a vacancy, we'll, 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 we'll get the def- definition of vacancy, uh, occurs in the office of the United States Representative. The governor shall, by proclamation, call a special election to be held not less than 84 not more than 91 days, very specific, after the date of the vacancy for the purpose of filling the vacancy. Uh, that's Section A. Now, Section B, this is a very short statute. We're not gonna be, I'm not going to be reading this for the next three hours. The, the state law does not go into great detail on this at all. So basically, this next paragraph is the last paragraph that's relevant. B, uh, upon the issuance of the governor's proclamation, each qualified political party may nominate in the manner, and this is the key phrase, in the manner provided by the rules of that party, a candidate to fill the vacancy in the office of United States Representative. Basically, the law is saying, "Hey, uh, major party parties with major party status, uh, how you guys, you know, drafted all that and your bylaws and how you take care of this—that's your business, and we're not going to have any more comment on it." So, uh, it's the parties kind of control this process. Um, there isn't a provision for an independent candidate. Uh, you can—I de- you know, don't know. If, you know this is New Mexico. I don't know if that's going to happen, but a declaration of independent an independent candidacy to fill a vacancy uh, shall uh, be filed with the Secretary of State no later than 5 p.m. on the 56th day preceding the date of the special election. Uh, you have to meet, I think the standard is a 2% of the last gubernatorial vote in the district if you want to run as an independent. So we have the two major parties. Uh, and did, uh, the yeah, that's not, that's not going to happen. Do libertarians still have, have status after what happened last election? I don't know. Um, that, that, it's impossible. Yeah. So, so you're talking about the record turnout. So you said two percent of let's just call it two uh, percent of nine hundred and twelve thousand. But it would probably only apply to this this congressional district, not the statewide, because this is only you know a third of the state. So I don't think they can apply that standard for the three hundred thousand. Okay. So you're looking at uh, I don't know, even know what that is, but you're looking at probably somewhere. Oh, actually, could about five thousand votes is in a very right? compressed time time frame. So, I mean, basically, the bottom line, folks, is the Democrats 6, and the Republicans basically have, you know, however their internal rules dictate, uh, they will nominate their candidates, and uh, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a bloodbath on the Democratic side because you've got so many people clawing and scratching their way to uh, seeking higher office, with Maggie probably at the top of the list, but there's plenty of others. It's going to be interesting. We we thought we'd have a boring. Uh, January and February. I don't. I don't think we will. <laughs> All right. So the official date, uh, if you will, as of January twentieth, should everything be confirmed at that time, and let's just give us a grace period of ten days, will be March thirty first through April seventh. Oh, okay, that late. Okay. Yeah, March thirty first to April. Well, you said eighty four to ninety one. Yeah, eighty four to ninety one. Eighty four to ninety one is March thirty first through April seventh. Um, more likely, it will be somewhere probably between April tenth to about I don't know April seventeenth. Okay. I think it's probably what you'd be looking at. So you have to work very quickly, feverishly, to get all these people uh, confirmed. Uh, Deborah Holland will have her time. I would imagine that she would probably resign her position rather quickly. Um, as you know, we have a number of interim until they're confirmed. So in order for her to take that other job in the interim, should Trump not, no longer be our president, and we have, unfortunately, Deborah Holland there, there you go. That's what you would be looking at. So, Okay. Them's, them's the rules, as they say. We'll take a quick call. Call uh, you're in the just oh, Very quickly, yes, I, I, we were talking before this. Yes. Uh, Steve Pierce cannot run for this office. He doesn't live in the district. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, not to my knowledge. <laughs> he would love to run. Sure he would.
Call so Aaron Nakiva. Go a, ahead. We are still a major party. We got 7% with this? our court of... Uh, Who's this? This is Jason Valancourt. Oh, okay. And we are still a major party. Our our court of appeals candidate, Stephen P. Curtis, got 7% statewide. Oh, okay. So Just libertarians will be in the mix. In the loop. Yeah, so, they will be so in the mix. We will. That, We're a major that? party, so we get to throw a candidate at this as well. Oh, great. So, uh, so you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not encouraging, Jason. I, why? We, you need us. Make your case. We, well, for what? To divide up another vote? Make your case. No. Make your case. Okay. Make your case. In the last six election cycles uh, nationwide, libertarians have, have drawn more votes from Democrats than we have Republicans. And, you know, we're not splitting a vote. We're just going out and getting our vote. 5% of the electorate at this point is not willing to vote for Republicans and Democrats. I will see to it personally. I will see to it personally to drown that vote because we need this seat. And it has neither been represented either by a Republican or a Libertarian. And you're telling me you coming in and strafing some of that vote off or peeling off some of that vote. And you know how I feel about this. But I think we need the least amount of candidates involved in this vote to go against whatever the Democrat Party, which has been running the state, is dealing with. How do you not see it that way as someone who listens to this radio station? And we have seen libertarians time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's talk about it. Would we rather have Donald Trump as president or would you rather have Joe Biden as president? Or would you have rather have Hillary Clinton? You guys peeled off 9% of those votes here in the state of New Mexico back in 2016. I just can't believe that you think that those votes are... It doesn't are, matter what you are, think are... I believe. It matter, you know what? I can't believe that you'd be interested in having a Democrat represent us up in Washington when we just gave you the history of Lujan, Schiff, uh, uh, Heather Wilson, and other Republicans, people who are a lot more freedom-loving than the socialist, communist uh, party that we've seen coming through the Democrat Party right now. Well, I agree with that, Eddie. Okay, you know well, if you, do, if you do, then I would, I would highly suggest that libertarians come together with Republicans, and I would suggest that the libertarians think a little bit more broadly about what they could get through in terms of 10, 20, 30, 50 percent of what they want, instead of trying to go ahead and usurp some of that power from a weak Republican candidate. Okay, and I, so I, can I make a suggestion also? You can. That the, the Republicans stop running weak candidates. You know? It, <laughs> okay. it, I mean, I, well, okay, I don't know this what, is a good question. I mean, what if somebody, uh, I don't know, I mean, let's just, if, what if somebody like me ran? I'm not going to run, but what if somebody like, what, what if I ran for this, this seat? I mean, would you consider me a weak candidate? Would you libertarians consider putting somebody up against me? Well, I mean, I obviously can't speak for the entire Libertarian Party of New I Mexico. I think you're probably the I, largest part of that party. But when I see Brenda Boatman jumping on board in a, and formerly a Republican, right, jumping on board with Damon Eli in an op-ed and talking about going a lot easier on crime, I can tell you I'm not exactly hot about the Libertarian Party right now. Well, as far as I know, Brenda Boatman is not a registered libertarian. Um, she's never been to a convention of ours. I've never seen her at, on on Zoom or at any of our central committee meetings. Or, you know, so she's a registered libertarian. That's news to me. She ran as a Republican two years ago. So against Damon Eli. She, she's so part. I find she's that she's, she's part of the Koch brothers uh, organization, which is very anti-Trump. And and as you know, we're about to lose I don't this get country. That, though. 
Well, you don't get what? How are we? How is that anti-Trump when they when they helped Gorsuch get confirmed? They helped Comey Barrett get confirmed. Oh, what? Should we should we talk about? Should we talk about? Wait, wait, wait. Should we talk about? Should we talk about Gary Johnson and Bill Weld? How do we talk about that and how uh, Americans for Prosperity got behind Weld and Johnson and that cockamamie stuff that they were putting together back in 2016? Should I play the Gary Johnson stuff now? Let me I, I, let me I'll know. I'll be right happy now. to cue Gary that up. I'll be, no I'll be happy. American I'll be happy to cue that up. I'll be happy to cue that up for you. Well, I, I would just tell you that I didn't see any support from Americans for Prosperity for Gary Johnson. So I saw <laughs> PAC support Gary Johnson. Okay. I saw, you know, libertarians from all over all the right. country support Gary Johnson. But I didn't see, it, and I worked for Americans for Prosperity. I didn't see them backing Gary. Go look at the donations for Americans for Prosperity and look at how much money and where they located out and where they went. So if you guys want to go ahead and keep the Democrats in power, which it seems like you must because you want to run a major party, as you say that you constitute 7%, all it's going to do is splinter off the vote against the Republicans, and we need the seat back. We've had it for a long time. No respect to you, no disrespect to you personally, but this is, a, this is, a, rare, you, uh, this is a rare opportunity, and I think you guys are out to screw it up again. I, I, I think that all we do when we, when we work together is win. But uh, if, if you are convinced that I somehow would love to work together with you, I think are taking more votes you said, from, from you, you diehard s- Trump conservatives than they are from, from the Michelle Lujan Grishams of the world, then I, I can't convince you. I mean, I don't know what else to do. Well, let's and talk about wait, 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 I can't give you good data. Let's talk about I the numbers. Let's, let's talk about the numbers. 45.4% of the state is registered Democrat. 30.3% is registered Republican, 23% is independent. When people are thinking about parties, they generally don't have a good taste in their mouth when it comes to Republicans. I think one of the things that you just said, your own words, if the Republicans would start running a stronger candidate, you think that you can go ahead and get, get behind them. You didn't say that directly, but you said you wish that Republicans would stop running weak candidates. Well, I just think that, that that creates more opportunity, and it certainly creates more of a sense of urgency. You know, I mean, I, I literally ran for office in this election cycle um, because nobody nobody was running that, that was going to, to take that seat away from Melanie Stansberry. So, you know, I understand your, your, your perspective, and, and I can't argue it completely, but I think I've got some data to back me up that says if you look in the state of New Mexico, I'll bet we pulled more this election cycle. I bet we pull, pulled more from from the Democrats than we did from the Republicans. Well, I tell you, that's not exactly good for the Republicans. So my suggestion was that you guys stay out of the race, but uh, you guys do what you want, and uh, we can point fingers if we come within a couple of points either way. And no disrespect to you, you're a liberty-loving guy, I but, but I wish you were more small L than big L. And I think uh, your Libertarian Party, we can point to some of the things and some of the people who have left the Republican Party, went to the Libertarian Party, came back to the Republican Party, and can't stop going back and forth because people are starting to look for power all the time. You know, we just got to yeah, kind of... Yeah, that know, I agree with, Eddie, 100%. There you go. All right. Well, I appreciate that you calling in. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Here in the Kiva on AM1600 KIVA, 93.0 FM. I'm just saying, let's just, you know, congregate. Have a good conversation about that data. Jason, you're welcome to bring that data in. Uh, callers that's uh, hanging on the line, just uh, hang on through the break if you'd like. 550-5500. We return. We'll see what the latest data says about the uh, coronavirus as the Albuquerque Journal literally splatters 
Deborah Holland. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's got to be celebrating tonight. What does he? What does he do? He's going to come. Native out of New it. Mexican. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Four forty-five. Back and forth. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk, glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Elevate Trampoline Park, ready to elevate your kids with Elevate Jump Packs. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate jump packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today at 505-897-2420 or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. 
The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. We're overnight. It is going to be definitely cold down towards 25, 26, right in that area. Right now in Corrales, it's 42 degrees, 42 at El Dorado High School, and 41 at the Rock of Talk. For some reason, both sides of San Mateo are getting hit as you're southbound on San Mateo. Basically, it looks like Manal over to just beyond the freeway. It'll be stop and go. But that northbound trip right there at about Phoenix, just past Manal, you're going to just be hitting the brake all the way up to just beyond Candelaria. As far as getting out of the base, that's still a slow trip as you make your way northbound on Eubank. Everything slows up right there at Chico. Stop and go all the way to the I-40. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Taco Tote across from the historic Highland Theater on Central. Now, they have the uh, takeout that has just this great family of five special. You want to go to the website and look at that. Half pound of meat, and we're talking top sirloin, grilled chicken, pork adobada, beefsteak, barbacoa. You get to pick the uh, fresh handmade tortillas. It's yours, flour or corn, and rice, beans, cheese, chips, and salsa. A family five meal deal. If you'd like to see it, go to family.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Get on the Pet Shop Boys, you can't shut it down. Pretty soon I'll be playing uh, Information Society, OMD. You know, if you leave, don't leave now. That's what we're telling Deborah Holland, please, because we want to keep, <laughs> we want to keep, we want to keep, uh, Trump. if I can weigh in on this Libertarian Party debate yes, uh, issue sir. between aye, two, aye, two people I'm very close to yelling at each other, but, but, but still on good terms. Um, this debate's been going on forever. Most Republicans that I know hate the word libertarian because they associate it with libertarian party and they've convinced themselves uh, that libertarian like party people always hurt Republicans. Um, there's also a lowercase libertarian, which is a philosophical libertarian, which is what I am. But anyway, the data are interesting. I'm going to give you just two quick data points and I'm going to explain why I think they are the way they are. Uh, New York Times, CBS exit poll 2016, Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. They looked at Gary Johnson voters, okay? 25% of the people who voted Libertarian in 2016 would have supported Hillary Clinton if there had been no Libertarian Party. Uh, the ones who uh, would have supported Donald Trump, 15%, while 55% would be probably in my camp, non-voters. So some interesting data there. Another analysis was done by New York Times Siena College. They looked back and they, you know, they surveyed people who had voted for Gary Johnson in 2016. They looked at six battleground states uh, across the northern tier. It showed 38% for Biden, 
29% for the nominee Joe Jorgensen of the Libertarian Party and only 14% for Trump. So there are data indicating that at least more recently Libertarians are at the national level have been drawing more from Democrats than from Republicans. I think the distinction here is what type of Libertarian messaging are you engaging in? I'm an old school constitutional Libertarian. I'm not what's called a Cosmetarian. I'm not obsessed with genitalia and immigration and you know all the stuff the kind of like social issues i just want my damn money back i I want the government to be much much smaller like grover norquist said so we small enough so we can strangle it and and drown it in the bathtub that's what i want from government i'm not obsessed with uh getting my op-eds in the new york times and and appearing to be sensitive to gay rights that's a cosmetarian thing Gary was much more associated as a cosmetarian, as an immigration guy and a social issue guy, and that's why he appealed to a lot of people on the left. So it depends on what type of campaign and what type of philosophy you're running as a, as a libertarian. If I ever, God forbid us all, uh, if, if I ever became a candidate for anything, you know, I'd be focusing on the regulatory state, taxes, the welfare state, that sort of thing. So I think when you run as a Gary Johnson cosmotarian type guy, kind of hipster, social issue, woke kind of guy, you draw... You, you, you get more support from traditionally people on the left, uh, Democrats. If you run as an old constitutionalist guy, let's reduce the size and scope of government, you're going to take more from the Republican side. So maybe that's where we can reach. Jason, I know you're listening. I'm trying to be the peacemaker here, uh, and maybe that's uh, some oh, valuable data. That, you know, there's peace. I mean, he he literally said if I yeah. ran, he would not run. No, you guys and, respect uh, each other. Yeah, I know. so I think there would be, you know, definitely that. And Eddie loves a good a good throwdown anyway. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but I, where where were you in the 90s? <laughs> when Gary Johnson was governor, uh, I was here for a year uh, when I was twenty-three. Do you know what party Gary Johnson, uh, Gary Johnson was? was Republican? He was I, I have Republican. So I have written wait, wait, columns wait. advocating that philosophical libertarians and libertarian people come over to the Republican Party and make the Republican Party libertarian philosophically. Rand Paul is the best example of that. He's a Republican, and he has not abandoned his libertarian principles at all. But here's the problem with your analyses and your data, which I think is. Both good, and on the face of it, seems right, and it appears right, because it's hard to disagree with the data. Whatever works everywhere else doesn't work here in the state of New Mexico. Libertarians' vote takes away from Republicans. Has and always will, because Gary Johnson, well, at least for the next 50 years, because Gary Johnson was a Republican, even though he was advocating for, you know, uh, his, what's his business now? He's growing weed, right? Or CBD or whatever. Gary you Johnson vo- vetoed more legislation than any other governor in New Mexico. Exactly, <laughs> and that, exactly right. That's a good thing. We're that's not that's a libertarian. Yeah, we, we, uh, it's, it's also a Republican thing. I should be. Yeah, given uh, that man, do you know who the Speaker of the House and the Senate pro tempo were? Uh, yeah, with, uh, Manny, Manny and Manny, Ray. Manny, Manny and Ray. And I think he just disagreed with them every step of the way. And I knew the other side of that argument. They absolutely hated Gary Johnson. So you know, to kind of put it simply, in my argument as far as New Mexico. And to quote other people, whatever works everywhere else doesn't work here in the state of New Mexico. It's the adverse. Mm, like, mm. it is the total reverse. It's my name, Eddie. What's an Eddie? It goes back in reverse. It's one of the reasons why sometimes I seem to make sense, even though it seems to be on the face of it everywhere else, you wouldn't seem to agree with it. It's why these rhinos have such a huge problem with me. They don't understand. It's like, how does an 11th generation New Mexican, you know, who's Hispanic, be so into uh, Donald Trump and into all this other stuff as a former Democrat? Well, because you have to think about traditional Democrats. Yes. You have yes. to think about JFK. You have to think about the ways that they would go about things today. And then there you go. Bob's your uncle. Speaking of Bob's your uncle, there's my uh, uncle there on the on the air, Larry uh, Barron's, uh, former communications director for Susana Martinez, the last Republican governor we had. And we certainly wish that we still had her. Uh, given the alternative that we have here, but uh, she was termed out. Larry, good afternoon. How are you? 
Good afternoon. I got the Bob's your uncle right out of the bat. Bang bang! I, I just I don't want to waste it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't make you work for it, Larry Barron. That's, uh, that's right. Just handed it out today, Eddie. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Uh, Joe Biden's all about making history. Uh, he is going to be history rather quickly. I think the leftists are going to dispose of him uh, rather quickly. There's already that that. Uh, um, competition that's going on that they're not going to approve this, that, or the other unless he does what they want him to do. And uh, one of those things was to make sure that we get the first Native American, uh, Deborah Holland, despite, despite the fact that she's had at least three DUIs, maybe five, didn't pass the bar, and uh, took, uh, I don't know, how many millions of dollars from the Laguna Acoma Pueblo. Uh, she is now running 20% approximately of the uh, nation's land should Trump no longer be president. Absolutely. And, you know, she does make history. She would be the most radical leftist interior secretary in the history of the United States. And that's if she gets through confirmation, which I, you know, I, I have to wonder if it's a done deal. I've seen Deborah Holland be in interviews where it wasn't just all glowing and telling her how wonderful she is. And she stumbles a lot. And to have to answer for those things, plus her you know, just, there's no other way to say it, but just insane energy positions that she takes. I mean, these are positions that even Joe Biden, you know, spent the last three months trying to distance himself from. They're saying, that's too radical for me. These are positions that even Nancy Pelosi, yes, those words are leaving my mouth, even Nancy Pelosi wouldn't even allow a vote on because they were just so radical. Those are the things that Deborah Holland supports, and it's going to just completely undermine. Um, undermine is even too weak of a word. It's going to disrupt, destroy, irreparably harm the energy industry in New Mexico, which, as you and I know, Eddie, means that our economy goes in the same direction as the energy industry. And that is, you know, what Deborah Holland is going to bring to the table. And it's something that, you know, all of America is going to need to be aware of now. We're going to keep Larry uh, through the top of the hour. By the way, Larry, it's irreparably, just so you know, Mr. Communications Director. (laughs) I apologize. Hey, hey, don't even ask me to spell it. (laughs) That guy on the top of the hour, Fox News right here in the Kiva. AM 600 KVA 93.7 FM. KBQ.FM. K229CL 93.7 FM. And AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Another hurdle cleared. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. An FDA advisory panel made up of non-government scientists and doctors gives its recommendation for approval for emergency use of Moderna's coronavirus vaccine. The 20 to 0 vote from the panel says the benefits of the Moderna vaccine outweigh the risk for patients 18 years and older. The Food and Drug Administration must now give final approval about a week after signing off on a vaccine from Pfizer, which has already been distributed across the country. Vice President Mike Pence is expected to be publicly vaccinated tomorrow. Fox's Jaron Halpern in Washington. President-elect Joe Biden has tested negative for COVID-19 after an incoming White House advisor, Cedric Richmond, tested positive. That's according to a spokesman for the president-elect. Lawmakers are pushing to get a deal done on a new round of coronavirus relief. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. We're going to stay right here, right here, until we're finished even if that means working through the weekend, which is highly likely. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says they're closer to a compromise, but he says... When it comes to unemployment benefits, stimulus checks, aid to small businesses, and so much else, we have a responsibility to get this right. People's lives depend upon it. 
It's likely lawmakers will remain in Washington this weekend to get that measure passed before the holiday weekend. The Energy Department and the agency that maintains the U.S. nuclear weapons stockpile apparently the latest victims of a massive cybersecurity breach. DHS's counter-security arm says the hack against the U.S. government began in March. DHS did not blame Russia in the new statement, but officials say Moscow is responsible. Quote, this actor has demonstrated patience, operational security, and complex tradecraft in these intrusions. Removing this threat actor from compromised environments will be highly complex and challenging for organizations. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. You missed a turn. There's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Buonasera. Buonasera. How can I make the most of waiting for my next big vacation? Translate your questions into goals by investing with Merrill Edge Self-Directed. It's more accessible than you think, with helpful planning tools plus free online stock and ETF trades, so you can keep practicing your pronunciation. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Edge, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member of SIPC, other... All right, let's get the second hour started, and let's put things together starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us. Looks like it's going to be cold overnight, 25 to 27, the overnight low. Not too far from that right now in Santa Fe, 36 degrees. It is 41 at the VA hospital and 41 at the Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, looks like uh, we are still looking a little slow traffic as you make your way on Eubank, though it is thinning out northbound from Chico up to the I-40, so the base traffic, like I say, thinning out. Uh, if you're in Rio Rancho, you want to be careful. They've got that speed trap out there. It is on Sarah at 34th Street, just trying to get those donations from you, so keep it under 35 there. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Joe's Pasta House in Rio Rancho. Joe's Big Buckets, one of five. You can pick them. The spaghetti and meatballs, the Southwest Chicken Fettuccine, or the Chicken uh, Fettuccine Alfredo. All great meals, and along with that, you get a large bucket of garden salad, homemade dressing, a loaf of fresh homemade bread as well. They do it right at Joe's Pasta House, no doubt. Choose any one of the five Joe's Big Bucket entrees right now at joes.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. Uh, I had some good news, by the way, today. I was pretty excited. Um... Let's just say uh, we're moving a little bit closer, the uh, FM signal uh, moving more towards that. That's uh, kind of exciting. So I'll be talking to you more about that and some other platforms, if you will, that we'll be working on and working through. And uh, we have the um, irreparable Larry Barons, who's, oh, excuse me, irreparable Larry Barons here uh, uh, joining us to hit the top of the hour, hour two. How are you, Larry? I'm never going to live that down, am I? No, nope, that's bring it. That, uh, Bob's your uncle. Bob's your I'm uncle. <laughs> He, of course, is with Power of the Future. Nobody has the pulse. And maybe nobody's a larger nemesis in terms of him picking on. Uh, how's how's Tripstilnecki doing these days? 
You know, I didn't. I'm still. I go to the mail every day, waiting for his Christmas card, and I, it just hurts my soul that I don't have it yet. I, I, I assume it's it's on its way. One of uh, a very disagreeable, smarmy, uh, condescending. You know what? And uh, I think uh, it, I, I have to ask you, just from outside looking in. Uh, tallying up the number of deaths here in the state of New Mexico, according to Michelle Lujan Grisham. And as you know, the doctors can sign off on anything as a COVID-19 death or just make it up as you go along because I believe there's no transparency in our state government. Certainly not like the the transparency that we once had with uh, Susanna Martinez. I mean, we were, you know, excuse the, the expression here, but we were invited to basically to our parties. We knew everything. This one, we don't even know where she's at, what she's doing. We're still debating upon whether or not she went to Hawaii, but we do know one thing. She is one angry woman today because she decided to go ahead and try to upstage one Deborah Holland. This is the day that she should absolutely be celebrating, spiking the football and say, you know, I'm going to let Deborah Holland enjoy, you know, bask in the, in the limelight of her uh, a nomination, a historic nomination. No, she had to come and uh, put a wet blanket on the party for Deborah Holland. Uh, even the people that she's supposed to be, you know, uh, simpatico with, she certainly isn't, Larry. Mm-hmm. That's the way I read it. Yeah, and you know, it, 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 don't read too much into this, but I'm going to read a lot into it. You know, she put out a tweet congratulating Deb Holland, Deb Holland, and didn't once mention Joe Biden. And I don't know how long it's going to have to be, Eddie. I don't know if it's a year from now, two years from now, 20 years from now. We'll get the story on what the Biden team uncovered about Michelle Lujan Grisham that completely soured them on her so quickly. I'd like to say it was, you know, a brilliantly placed op-ed from myself, but, you know, there absolutely has to be more than that because... They, you know, she was, you can't deny, an integral part of his campaign. She led his efforts to recruit Hispanics. She led his, uh, you know, transition. She was on the VP shortlist. I don't know. I can't count how many fundraisers she did for Joe Biden and then just to be cut out. And I understand the, the narrative that's out there that they're happy with. You know, she turned down the job that Deborah Highland now wants, and that's what, what did it. But I, it, it, if that were true, you wouldn't hear about it leaking in the press. You wouldn't hear about it, you know, being fought back and forth. There, it is by far Biden's most um, scruffed-up attempt to try to pick someone of, you know, what he hopes will be his new cabinet. And you know, today, I, I don't know if he feels that Deborah Holland will, with the identity politics going on, um, usurp that. But it's clear that Joe Biden said he was one person, and now he's proving to be another. Right. It is the fact of the matter, you know, he is getting pulled to the crazy left. Yep. by AOC, by Bernie Sanders, and Deborah Holland represents that pick. She has been lockstep with AOC since day one. And so if she wants to, you know, decide with a bartender from Brooklyn before New Mexicans, that's Deborah Holland's choice, but New Mexicans don't have to put up with it, and the country shouldn't have to put up well, with Deborah it. Well, Deborah Holland and, is very comfortable with bartenders, as you know. Uh, I think that that's, a, that's an old, uh, reliable relationship for her. There's probably many a night she shut the bar down, uh, with a woman just like AOC who had some radical agendas, and uh, this is no different than that relationship. Well, and, you know, Joe Biden seems to just, you know, we, we talked about it, and everyone from the left said, oh, that's conspiracy theory. Joe Biden's his own person. And so, but what has he shown so far? Joe Biden says he doesn't like the Green New Deal. Right. Joe Biden says he's not a, for a full on fracking ban. Deborah mm-hmm. Holland is for those things. Right. Kamala Harris is for those things. So what what is it, you know, Joe? And and so I don't know what's going to happen. It, it's one of two things. Deborah Holland is going to have to moderate her position to be in line with Joe Biden, 
or Joe Biden was lying about his position the whole time. It's right. one of those two things. And I don't know about you, but we're going to be, you know, power of the future, we're going to be informing members of the United States Senate, particularly those from energy states, about Deborah Holland's record, about what she said about energy, about what it'll do to our country uh, prior to any confirmation hearing. How much of a negative impact can she have and how quickly? We already know uh, just how, you know, and we've had great Department of Interior Secretary, former uh, Manuel Lujan, former congressman. Uh, what, 10-term? Is that what you said, Dow? 10-term yes. congressman here. We've yeah. had uh, other people, you know, I've talked to actually to the Secretary of the Interior, David something or other, if you could throw that name back at me. I've had him on, on the program a couple of times as he has uh, come through here. But uh, we saw in her anti-fracking, anti-business uh, uh, ways and w- what it can do to a, uh, an economy like New Mexico. It's absolutely going to decimate it. Now, I know the front page of the Albuquerque Journal, and you know I'm looking at it saying, oh, my gosh, we can power 120,000 homes with all the wind farms uh, that are out there. I mean, help us navigate some of this, Larry, so that we understand what's what. There's certainly a lot of conservatives out there, you know, inherent in the name, of course, we're all about uh, making sure that we conserve Mother Earth to the degree that, you know, we actually impact it. But, you know, this has gone crazy to think that every single thing that we do is going to impact uh, Mother Earth negatively and to go on a whole political agenda. This seems far worse uh, for the economy of New Mexico as people pick up in droves and leave the state to go to Texas and other energy producing states. Well, and that's what, how Deborah Hollis made her career, right, is demonizing those workers and the communities that produce the energy that, you know, she claims to want to get rid of. Uh, you know, I don't see her stopping or flying everywhere for Elizabeth Warren. I didn't see any of that being curtailed. I didn't see her stop driving around in a gas field. And so it's amazing to hear from all the leftists like Deborah Holland that everything is so urgent and that it has to happen right now, but yet they're not going to curtail their lives. But to your point, what can she do? And it is, you know, there's really no good news of it. The Department of Interior controls BLM, which controls a lot of the production land in New Mexico. And so if Joe Biden wanted to say, I'm going to ban all fracking forever, that would technically be a bill through Congress. But what he can do is just tell Deborah Holland, Secretary-designate Holland, hey, just don't uh, grant any new permits on BLM land. So if you're looking as a producer to, you know, cultivate a natural resource and to do so safely they'll just say no we're just going to hold we're not going to deny you we'll just hold on to the print for uh, right. to your permit forever yep. and not uh, allow it and, and let's talk about something that is is popping up here that is a little more sinister with joe biden and and it, it involves deborah holland a little bit you know joe biden has appointed john Kerry to be like an international climate czar he has appointed uh, McCarthy, the former EPA commissioner under Obama, and the current head of the Natural Resources Defense Council to be the domestic climate czar. These are two positions within the White House that don't have to have Senate approval, that don't get congressional oversight. Joe Biden is building his own secret EPA. And if you think for a second that Deborah Holland is going to stand up to John Kerry uh, or Joe Biden, it, it, it is absolutely insane. She is going to do exactly what they tell her to do. And, you know, regardless of what it does to New Mexico's energy workers and America's energy workers, it's something that we're going to work to highlight, but New Mexicans need to be paying attention to it. And, you know, something that, uh, you know, just to put it out there, I haven't talked about it that much, but, you know, I know you saw this coming, how it made an appointment. I saw it coming. I reached out to her office, and I said, here are, I want to say about 10, 10 energy-producing states. In the United States, outside of New Mexico, can you tell me the last time Deborah Holland was in these states in her official capacity right. as a congresswoman? Yep. 
Nothing back from her office. It's been over two weeks. Have not heard a single thing back. She has not looked these workers in the eye. All she does is fire off press releases, say she's protecting Chaco Canyon. There is not a single energy worker in New Mexico who wants to put a pump jack in the middle of Chaco Canyon. But Deborah Holland would have you believe that's true, and she's going to take that kind of intelligent and savvy to Washington, D.C. Uh, people need to be worried. If you, you know, are an energy worker or if you put gas in your car or pay an electric bill, you need to be worried about what Deborah Holland could do on a national stage. We're speaking with Larry Barron's Power of the Future, powerofthefuture.com, uh, on for a special time. Um, we've got some new stuff for Larry that we're going to be starting the brand new year with, uh, with Larry. He works hard, and uh, i got to tell you, I enjoy speaking with him, as does Dowd, and uh, we've worked on him on a number of different things. But, Larry, I want to uh, kind of turn your attention to Michelle Lujan Grisham, and we see the 48 deaths and the things that are announced, and, you know, suddenly we see the state easing some retail restrictions. Now, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. She can't keep up this fever pitch of, uh, you know, fear porn that's been going on and running people out of business. Uh, she barely had anybody uh, actually on her chat, uh, Facebook chat, 3.2, no, 3,200 plus. She was used to getting somewhere between twenty to 25,000 every single time for the, for the first couple of months. Uh, we're looking at this in the way that she's setting things up uh, going forward. I'm a bit more optimistic. I think the pressure is so much, and she's starting to think about 2022. She's already sent out a fundraising letter, which I read yesterday, which was absolutely over a I should read that to you, Larry. Did you read that? Did you get it? Did, did you hear that yesterday that I read? No, I, I don't donate to the governor, and so I didn't get that. I, I, oh, I don't you donate were... either. Shots fired. Don't, even, Shots don't fired. even start. I get it. I have my sources. We, I, I know we... you've got some great sources, probably the yeah, best sources. So, I can't get hard so, yeah, so, so anyway, uh, she was talking about, you know, over coffee and take this time so i think she's thinking about 2022 already i think she's feeling the nip at her at, at her heels unfortunately you know she controls uh bernalillo county pretty well she got elected from here if you control bernalillo county you control the rest of the state tell us what's going on in the mind of uh michelle uh lujan grisham right now and uh, how that might impact uh, the opening up of new mexico going into 2021 well, if I, you know, I, I'm just, I'm going to go with, with candor here, Eddie, and because there's going to be some things that, that she likes, right? She believes that she she has a complacent enabling legislature that don't stand up to her in any way, shape, or form. Right. She puts their constituents in bread lines for over a month and then just for some reason, wink, sorry, uh, we're going to get rid of them. Uh, what took her that long to do that? And, and no one in the legislature will ask. She has just completely decimated the education system. Kids haven't seen it inside of a classroom since March. She has done the most egregious things an executive can do in terms of government interference in personal lives that has happened in my lifetime and probably your lifetime as yep. well. And, you know, she has a Democrat legislature that just smiles. Well, as they, they put aside their humanity. And they just allow it to happen. So she's happy about that. She's happy that she has a complacent media that really doesn't scrutinize what is going on with her COVID-19 response. And by any objective measure, it is an absolute failure. We are in the last I checked, and this was yesterday, so it could have changed, but we are in the top 20 of states for death per capita. Yep, per capita. I thought we, we were in the, the I thought we were in the top women. five, I think, in terms of infections uh, per capita. And if you look at some of those numbers... You know, the way mm -hmm. that, that uh, they were going, uh, the, and Dowd had a fantastic uh, overlay on it as you looked at the graphs. Regardless of whether you had restrictions, regardless of whether you had masks yep. or any of these restrictions, you still had to go through the same curve. It had to basically biologically we weed itself out. This is a process that every state we now know had to 
inevitably go through. She mismanaged that right from the get-go by uh, uh, really trying to control their hands at 10 and 2, a little, driving the New Mexico car. Yeah, absolutely, and and that's the part where she 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 is worried about, where the dipping of the hills. She has spent two years auditioning for a job that she will now not get, right? And because she was auditioning for that, she knows that she made decisions that were bad for her constituents in an effort to look good on a national level. She, you know, loved the attention and and ran to every MSNBC interview about, look at how tough I've locked down. Oh, Donald Trump hasn't done anything. You know what? Her lockdown. The results have been a public health failure. The results have been an economic devastating failure. And so what part of it is successful? I would ask anybody who wants to defend her. They can maybe try to scrap up an argument, oh, you know, it wouldn't it would have been much worse had we not but it's it's an absolute lie. New Mexico is leading in deaths per capita from all of our neighbors, with the exception I think of Arizona. They are more all of them are more opened up than we are. So what is her reasoning other than fumbling it? We're in the top ten in unemployment, so the Mexicans are, you know, without a job and she was telling us, well, it's the sacrifices we have to make to keep people healthy. She couldn't keep people healthy. Right. And I have to be honest. I have to think that, you know, she was clamoring for health secretary, and the Biden people took a look at those numbers and said, no, no we, we don't want the Senate Republicans uh, to have her, you know, in a confirmation hearing pointing out how terrible New Mexico is. And, and let's, not, why, let's, not, cut, let's yeah. not forget to compound that with her, you know, off-putting personality, which is just terrible. She's completely and totally unlikable in every regard. Well, yeah, and, and her, and, and let's just be honest, a lot of her Democrat enablers in the legislature, they see themselves as a different class of people than the people they serve. I don't know if Michelle Lujan Grisham ever stood in a grocery store line over the right. past month. If we had a media that, you know, looked at them the same way they looked at Susana Martinez, you know, I remember they were very excited about a coffee maker in the governor's residence, but, you know, that, that the media was all over that when it was Susana Martinez. But when people, you know, thousands of people are standing in line for hours and hours for food, they didn't ask, hey, Governor, where are you getting your groceries from? And so the fact of the matter is she feels, and a lot of them feel, they're in a different class of people. And that's and, and, and she, they feel separate from you, that they know better than you, that they understand better than you, and that, you know, the governor just knows best. I believe there was a song out there about that. <laughs> and so the, the fact of the matter is, you know, it's not humor. She sees herself detached from the people that she serves. You will not see her. Uh, you know, i I got to be honest. I think the pandemic, in terms of her interpersonal skills, have only helped, right? Because if people actually had to, you know, she had to go to events and meet people, as opposed to just being this detached person on a Zoom screen, then I think more and more people would realize just how uh, above everyone else she sees herself to be. And the Mexicans know that. They certainly do. We'll have to leave it there, Larry. As always, we appreciate you. Powerthefuture.com. Uh, go get Trip, huh? How about uh, go give him a hard time tonight? He's uh, He can't be feeling good. He was already picking out uh, his nice little flat probably in the uh, Georgetown area where he was going to move with uh, <laughs> Michelle Lujan. He got everything staked out. He's got to be feeling Adams that. Morgan or DuPont oh, Circle maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Probably uh, probably DuPont. I would. I would well, uh, you know trip, guys... is, trip, does Trip like DuPont Circle? Do you know that? I, I, I won't I say anything. <laughs> Let's just asking. say I, I, a lot of guys came up to me in Dupont Circle when I lived in Washington and, and struck up a conversation and leave it at that. Oh, you know, we forgot to uh, talk a little bit about uh, Pete Buttigieg, but we can talk about the Mayor transportation. Twink, yeah, yeah. yeah, some very interesting stuff uh, coming out there as well. Larry, I appreciate you very much. Hey, thank you guys. Have a great one. Oh, absolutely. We'll have a great one every time that you're on. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. 
the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. Download it now. Join the uh, email list. Wow, you guys were on fire yesterday. And we got like 45 people who joined yesterday. Thanks Thank for the you. endorsement. Thank you. And thanks for letting us uh, reach out to you. We've got some exciting news next week, actually the next couple of weeks. And what are we going to do? Well, we're going to turn the station into you and your voice. Back and forth. some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. It's Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary celebration. Okay, try this. Get up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel during Davis Kitchen's 25th anniversary. Hmm, better. Davis Kitchen's is New Mexico's first choice in kitchen remodeling. And it is our 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, with up to $2,500 off a kitchen remodel. Well, you know what you like. Davis Kitchen's, Manal and Eubank. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. 
Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Here it is, fall in New Mexico, and the real estate market is different than past years. This year, we have fantastic interest rates, high buyer demand for homes, and we need more homes for sale on the market. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the seven reasons to sell now. If you're thinking of selling sometime, maybe even next spring, let's start the conversation. With the government pumping money into the economy, homes in forbearance, and higher unemployment, the market has many unknowns, so selling sooner than later might be a good decision. Do you also have a home you need to sell to buy? We have a solution for that too, including our guaranteed sale option or an instant offer. Call us now, Venturi Realty Group, 448-8888, and welcomehomeabq.com online. List your home for sale with us during October or November, and we'll cover the cost of a pre-inspection for the home. Call us at 448-8888, Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. All right, time to put things together, and we're going to go ahead and start with the weather. Looking like a cold night tonight, 27, uh, our overnight low, and I know right now, it is 40 degrees at UNM, 37 under partly cloudy skies in Tijeras, and 39 at the Rock of Talk. All right, as far as the drive, looks like uh, it's going to be a little bit slow as you make your way on Coors Boulevard southbound. Right there at about La Oria, it looks like everything's going to slow down for you. Tighter and tighter the closer you get to Montano, but beyond that looks okay over to the I-40. Speaking of which, I-40 westbound just beyond Rio Grande Boulevard. Push to stall over to the right shoulder. Traffic not too terribly affected by that right at the moment. And this traffic report is brought to you by Life Spring at Salon Helena. That is on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And they had their customer appreciation sale, and it continues through the end of the month. And what you want to do is you want to go in and say, I heard this on the Rock of Talk. You're giving away a gallon of the um, alkaline water. Yeah, Canyon water. They'll give you a gallon to say, I heard it on the Kiva. And what you do is you find that this is going to be healthy water for you. Alkaline water, it really is what makes life a little bit easier. Change your water, change your life. And don't forget, they also have the salt room there. That's perfect for those who, has, who have asthma and some of the allergies that are going around right at the moment. This is Life Spring at Salon Helena right west of Wyoming on Manol. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Oh, you must love this right now. <laughs> Modern Rocky Rock music? Can you even tell who it is? I have no idea. <laughs> is this the fat girl? I saw a picture oh, of her. Oh yeah, like that, 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 that's a good one. I saw, I saw a picture of her, the, the Minnesota uh, Vikings celebrating her body the other day. Oh my God, was when she did, really celebrating her okay body? Is it okay to have? Uh, so back in I grew up, it was like attractive people, television, movies, models. They were attractive. Now, now we have to put out ugly and fat people. That's publicly what we do. I mean, I know I'm not Brad Pitt, but I'm not out having my picture taken. Can we go back to like looking at? 
attractive people. Would it would it offend you if I told you that I know like all the lyrics to that song? <laughs> you you keep up with the modern Did stuff. Did you know yeah. the, uh, the the song's called Truth Hurts? I guarantee you that's not that girl you were telling me about I like um with a great Ooh. voice. Lana Del Rey, it's not Lana Del Rey. No. No, no way. No, no, that's uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga and Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce. There you go. Yeah, there we go. I mean, there it is, the modern rock. <laughs> Someone's just complimenting me on there. I'm like, I better put him in check to see if he likes that. Yeah, this is the song. It's Lizzo. It's like... Oh, God, no. Yeah, me not calling you back. <laughs> you should see. You should, pain. see you should see the look on Dowd's face. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so upset. You can get that on your new iPad, too. Oh. You, uh, I think I'll stick with, like, uh, Etta James, you know, Billy Holiday. <laughs> People who had talent. At last. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Dinah Washington. Good stuff. Oh, Dinah is, is good. 550-5500. Right, let's get the uh, telephone going. Want to get your reaction to what's happening. Good stuff with Larry Barron's. Talked all about what's happening as far as the election. Uh, we can talk about coronavirus till we're blue in the face. We have been doing that most of the week. Uh, we drilled down on the data. Uh, some of you really liked what we had to say. Many of you subscribed uh, as of yesterday to that. Uh, 47 people in all. Most people we've ever had subscribed. Excellent. Um, and it's all because of the information that you're getting directly at rockoftalk.chat, uh, which is important um, and timely. And it's an education. You're not getting that from the Albuquerque Journal. You're not getting that from 4, 7, and 13. Uh, they want to keep you dumb, stupid, and worshiping anybody who's associated with uh, Jeff Bezos. And, of course, the latest of that is the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, who McKenzie. ran away with... And you guys thought nothing good could happen with Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Not just making uh, this divorce. Uh, and you can thank a, a woman from Albuquerque. I guess he was having an affair with this woman from Albuquerque. Did you know about this? You told me. You told me. Yeah. yeah. So he's a dating this woman from, from Albuquerque, of all places. And uh, he decided to leave his wife for that. Gave her, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80 billion. Well, some of that has come here. We've got nearly 400 donations from... Uh, she goes by McKinsey or Scott or something like that. No more Bezos. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's got money. And she donated literally nearly, what, four or five billion dollars? Can you imagine just giving away money like that? Found in the couch cushions, I guess. Oh, but here's, I really love this. I got to say, you know, this is a good story all around. Nothing but good is coming from this. You've got, I believe, the United Way, the Roadrunner Food Bank, like all these places, like, here you go. Donate that money. Get that money out there. Help people who are in need. I'm like, I'm feeling the spirit. I mean, we want to do that as well. So I pretty much want to do nothing but all week but listen to our advertisers, your calls, your text. It's going to be a full-blown Christmas week, and I want to have a good time. But I also want to help uh, people. We'll have a broadcast on the 24th. Uh, as well as the, uh, the, I believe the 31st is probably what we're going to do, um, all the way through to wait you guys can connect with us uh, because so many of you guys, as you have mentioned before, think of this place as your family. So I think there's a lot of people who need help. Uh, we hear lots of stories, things that people have been put through, and I think it's time to connect everybody next week. So all you have to do is if you have something that you want to share, get out uh, or anything, and Rudy, I know he's already been reaching out to everybody who's been uh, advertising on the radio station. Right, Rudy? Yep. In fact, I've uh, just talked with uh, Nicole up at Elevate, and she's definitely going to be part of that because she's got a couple of great ideas for kids who need a little bit of that push because they've lost the socialization through this whole nine-month 
debacle. Yeah. And so she's got some great ideas. And then we've talked to George and Janice. I know that Matt Monty's going to be part of this. Yeah. We've got a lot of people. Mike over at uh, Lifespring at Salon Helena. Oh, I get to people finally are meet Mike. Excited about what you're doing. I want to drink some yeah. of that Kangen water. Uh, I've been waiting for it. Kangen, yeah. Kangen. Bring get some. people uh, loaded up on that. Well, so. I mean, Eddie, what you're doing is you're you're taking. I believe the Queen called it a number of years ago. The Ennis Horribilis, this horrible year, and you're you're ending it on a moment of defiance and positivity. We're know, going right? into 2021, baby, yep. and we're we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get everybody's voice, and we don't have to talk about politics for two weeks if you don't want to. I really don't care. I'm waiting for January 6th. We'll go back to David Lynch movies. That's right. We <laughs> can do. I, I'm happy to do that. You know, and we could play the. Uh, the Twin Peaks themes, you know, uh, Baldini. Mm. Dun, dun. I used to play that all the, the time. The Pink Room theme. Oh, that's my oh, favorite. Wow. I mean, that's going to be at my funeral. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Holy moly. Let's pink, theme from the Pink Room. Oh. Please, please don't. Let's not talk about the funeral. Here I am. You're like, well, there goes down. <laughs> oh. If I survive 2020, I can survive a little longer, I hope. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. It's Ryan. Uh, I... I, I I had zoned, not zoned, I had uh, you can co-run an errand with uh, Larry Bear on, but something that people... You're breaking up, Ryan. You're breaking up. Work. Yeah, you're breaking up. Okay. Uh, look at the sun, better, or now the moon. Better, better. Yeah, just look outside. Better? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been following Karen Bedoni uh, and what she's doing up at the Navajo Nation, running back and forth coal and firewood and helping out her community up there. And it just strikes me as this dichotomy between the reality of the Navajo Nation and its connection to energy in New Mexico, and especially over the Four Corners, and the absolute disconnect of woke energy policies that is right now destroying economies at, of, of, of large scale uh, up in northern New Mexico. And you don't hear word one from our... Uh, liberal politicians here in the state, and I doubt we hear word two from Deb Holland. So just something I wanted to touch on and something you may have already touched on. No, I have not heard from Karen Bedoni uh, whatsoever. She's welcome to go ahead and uh, call into the show, um, and we can certainly talk about what she's doing out there, but I'm completely and totally unaware of uh, what exactly she's doing, and I'm glad uh, she has you to think uh, to go ahead and get the word out on what she's doing, and we can certainly uh, help from here with what she's doing out in Navajo Nation. So Karen has done one act of charity there. She's done more probably than Deb Holland will ever do for the Indian Correct. community in this state. Yeah, no doubt about it. Thanks for the call, uh, Ryan. How's the uh, Bitcoin going, huh? Oh, um, uh, hey, uh, which which color Ferrari should I get? Uh, orange or uh, neon green? Everything's orange. I'm just not you, sure. You've been to my studio before, so we've got uh, nothing but orange in here, baby. So everything's. It's orange, orange crush. That's what I wanted, you know. If you guys want to say orange man bad, I'm like orange crush. We're coming back to crush you in in uh, 2024. Um, incidentally, I made uh, Facebook friends just because I'm such a big fan. I don't even know if they're selling them. And then I reached out to the University of New Mexico Lobo football team, um, but I made friends with the new quarterback who was a fifth string walk on, and he is an absolutely wonderful young man. Uh, I know. Uh, I went to the championship game with Jay Block last year. It was uh, uh, Jay and I, uh, Jay, the county commissioner. Um, good guy. You, you'll love Jay. Uh, he's on quite frequently. Yeah. But him and I went to the Cleveland Rio Rancho High School Football Championships, and we were watching. I, and, and, and really, honestly, I wouldn't say this otherwise, but Rio Rancho really got clipped on that, on that championship game. They, they absolutely did. 
And I could not tell you how incredibly pleased I am with the university. And I was a member of that team, University of New Mexico Lobo football team. And I think, folks, we got to start getting behind the UNM Lobo football team because uh, Danny Gonzalez, who was on my soccer team uh, when I was growing up, and the fact that we've got Rocky Long back here as the defensive coordinator and these two big wins that we have, like we have to do whatever we possibly can to rally around the University of New Mexico Lobo footballs. Uh, football team, because I'm so excited about Isaiah Chavez as as the uh, quarterback and what they were able to accomplish in those last two games, and they avoided becoming the longest losing streak in the nation to get out two great wins, and one, not this is the first win since 1994 over a Fresno State team. And if you remember, I'm sure there's some of you out there, I believe it was 92, uh, I forget, uh, Paul, who is the host of Hometown Heroes, a play-by-play guy for ESPN, uh, and the official voice for Fresno State uh, football, baseball, and I believe basketball uh, as, as well. You can find him 8 a.m. Uh, Sundays here in, in our studio uh, doing his hometown hero show. But um, it's got to be a pretty memorable win for the University of New Mexico Lobo football team because we once lost to Fresno State. I believe the score, if I'm not mistaken, was like 94-17. to 17, Ouch. Or 94-10, to 94-17. It was like one of the biggest blowouts that New Mexico ever suffered. And to get that win with a number of local uh, football players uh, that are on, I have been advocating this for a very long time. The former coach for Manzano who went down to Centennial in Las Cruces went there. I, this was uh, after Loxley, I want to say. I think this, Yeah, Loxley. I'm like, you need to hire that coach from Manzano. That's who you need to hire. And now we've got Danny Gonzalez, who's, I think, an offensive or defensive coordinator over at Arizona State. Now he's running University of New Mexico. This is what happens when you engage locals and you have passion and, and the community is now coming together. And I don't know if they sell these jerseys, but the University of New Mexico uh, uh, football, at Eddie Nunez and, and Mercogliano and the rest of you guys, you guys need to, to, to go print out a thousand of those New Mexico Lobo uh, number 13 jerseys. Seriously. We haven't had a number 13 like that since we had Luke Longley in the pit. Think about this, folks. This could be a great great, and a great way to raise some money, too. Because I'll tell you, the, the people are really starting to get behind this Lobo football program. Remember, I was looking at it and saying, well, if we're not going to go ahead and, and step up and we're going to play outside, well, now I'm like totally different. Two wins is all it took to convince me. <laughs> and really the first win. I just wanted to see the win. We needed a win uh, for so long, and the Lobos have got, they eked out a, they got a squeaker, and then they beat uh, Fresno State by, by 10 points. So, looking for something to cash underneath the, uh, the Christmas tree. I don't even know how to get it. Maybe you can call the, uh, it used to be 925 Lobos, I think, for season tickets. I'm already ready to buy uh, season tickets for next year, and I hope that you guys will join me in doing so, because uh, uh, the latest uh, article that I read from the, intermittent uh, University of New Mexico Lobo uh, news press, What I don't know, what is that, the Daily Lobo or whatever it happens to be, indicated that the uh, University of New Mexico athletics is again in the red. And I certainly would like to see many of these uh, kids. One of the kids that I played with, uh, his name was Adam Wysong. His son just signed on, and I remember, I played with him at Pies for a couple of years, then he went to go 
He went to go play uh, for the Moriarty, the Fighting Pintos. You ever heard of the Ooh. Pintos? Pinto beans? Uh, you would think that, right? No, it's a Pinto is like a type of horse. It's you're like right, a Mustang. Right. Yeah. You would know that. Well, back back in the day, remember they Ford used to, Pinto. Ford Ford used to be a Pinto. It was the ugliest car of all time. Not pretty. Yeah, <laughs> and blew up a lot. I think for if you, in their under did the right really? conditions. Yeah. Uh, did uh, what's his name get involved in that? What's uh, the guy with the yeah, seatbelt, the Covert, uh, 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 Ralph Nader. Nader, Nader. Yes. You know, I went to Ralph Nader's uh, house uh, when I lived in Washington D.C. for. Uh, uh, gathering in the back. This is what happens when you hang out with liberals. Oh yeah, yeah. They had a little gathering in 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 the background and or the backyard, I should say. Um, very interesting because uh, one of the anyway, I can go down that road, but I don't want to. I was talking about Pintos and all this. Go get your Lobo tickets, folks. That's what you want to do. You definitely want to uh, uh, do that. I think it's nine two five Lobos, and uh, that'd be a great thing to put in a stocking stuffer. Just wherever it doesn't even matter. You could probably trade them in later. This young they're man, not even paying me to say any of this. No, stuff, folks. Um, this young man you were impressed with, isn't he, so I get the name right, it's Isaiah Chavez? I think so. Okay, and he was a grad of Rio Rancho, yeah, according to the, his website. Yeah, Rio Rancho. Yeah, and we need more of that. We need more Rio Rancho. We need Cleveland. Um, I remember calling the play-by-play football game for when Cleveland, the Storm, went 13-0, scored the most amount of points in the history of uh, football for um, for New Mexico high school football. Wow. They were powerful. They were amazing. Yeah, let, me, let me look at, I think... And and he's got a like like a whole neat little way about himself, and this is what we need. I mean, I remember when so many of us, um, you know, wanted to go play for the Lobos. I walked on mm-hmm. over for the Lobos too. Six and foot, hundred ninety one pounds. Perfect. Looks like a clean cut kid. Freshman? Oh my goodness. Freshman. I think he's a true frosh <laughs> too. So I mean, uh, no red shirt, no anything. I think this is like this is his his uh, his, his original year and leading two victories. I mean, don't recruit any more quarterbacks and uh, put a nice, healthy offensive line in front of them, and, uh, you know, we, we'll go to town uh, from there. Yeah, Isaiah Chavez. There it is. Oh, man. He's even changed his Facebook uh, profile to, you know. Uh, do you know the Lobo fight song, by the way? <laughs> you know how you know a true Lobo fan? I don't even know they where know. the Lobo Stadium is. <laughs> <laughs> well, more people, I think, in New Mexico, uh, shamedly, know uh, the uh, Notre Dame fight song oh, more sure. than they know. Like you know, hail to the New Mexico, thy loyal sons are we, you know, we could sing. I, I love it. We have one of the best fight songs ever. And maybe we'll have a team that'll go right alongside. It'll be awesome. I should have gone out to the the, the, uh, the fight song for the University of New Mexico Lobos. I'm, I'm feeling that good. Back after a quick break. Check back in three. Uh, when we return, what do we got, uh, Dowd? I'm not even looking at the show prep. Well, uh, very quickly. You know, coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus. <laughs> Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. 
Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage. In the society we're in today, COVID-19 is on the top of all of our minds, and rightly so. But we can also look at the bright side of life, like God still loves us and He loves our families, along with giving us an opportunity like no other to spend time together without the busyness of life. At Indigo Mortgage, we believe in helping families and we're blessed to be considered an essential business by the government. So we are able to continue helping clients and their families, either by refinancing to a better rate or by helping fulfill their new home purchase. Although we cannot meet face-to-face, we have a full staff available by phone, email, or you can complete an application on our website. Indigo Mortgage is honored to be part of this community, and we're here to help. Contact Indigo Mortgage today, 836-5700. That's 836-5700, or on the net at indigomortgage.net. NMLS, 23-1962 and 188-348, and may God bless you. Attention, attention. 82 Guns and Glock salute the veterans of New Mexico by offering reduced blue label pricing on all Glock blue label handguns from Memorial Day to Veterans Day. 82 Guns is the largest stocking blue label dealer in the state and is the only woman veteran owned firearm store in Albuquerque. For details, come into the store in the Riverside Plaza just north of Montano and Coors at 82guns.com or call 899-1144. That's 899-1144. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Light. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Cold night is what we're expecting, 24 to 27 degrees overnight. I know that tomorrow looks like a decent day, but it's going to get great next week. Mid-50s, they tell us. All right, at Rust Medical Center right now, 39 degrees, 39 at Roosevelt Park in Albuquerque, and 38 at the Rock of Talk. All right, Paseo del Norte, kind of stubborn right now. Pretty much Eagle Ranch Road up to Golf Course. That's just heavy traffic. You'll uh, try and, I'm sorry, you're going to have a little bit more of a trial coming up at about Unser as well on that westbound Paseo trip home. 
Boy, this is tough. If you're going to be on Academy coming off of San Mateo, a lot of times that's heavy, but man, extra heavy tonight. The eastbound trip on Academy from San Mateo, um, yeah, from San Mateo all the way to Truchas, under 20 miles an hour. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Great people. They're going to provide companion care for those who need it. Reasonable rates, too. Household services, meal uh, preparation, mobile assistance, cognitive assistance. They are willing to help, and they will be, do a great job for you, you and your folks. All right, amazing people at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. If you'd like to get a hold of them, just go online to homecare.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rocky Talk. Connection. You know, she married the guy that's the director, director. for uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, you know, Austin Powers. It's an all eighties <laughs> uh, baby. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's pretty funny. Good stuff. Uh, five fifty, fifty five hundred. Uh, you know, one of the things that we do, folks, is we prepare so much that you know, there's thirty, forty articles um, that we look at in the midst of all this. So we can go on at nauseum about. Things you want to talk about, what we want to talk about, but a lot of that formula is buried right directly in our show notes that we share with you every single day. And it's as easy as going to rockoftalk.chat to get all of that stuff and a lot more. And we'll lead with this. The entire state is red. And no, not Republican. No, it didn't turn red, but... Yeah, turn New Mexico red, all right. I think Michelle Lujan Grisham's having fun with this. She's got her, her red and green, just like uh, Cynthia Itzagri. Uh, I don't know if you remember her. She used to do the Red or Green Report on uh, who passed and failed the food inspections. Oh, okay. If there's anybody who likes it, like, this is a tough market. If you can survive in a restaurant here, you can survive anywhere, right? I mean, where have you seen these restaurants get grilled uh, more? But uh, as reported this morning in the Santa Fe, New Mexican, all of the state's 33 counties will be in the highest level of public health restrictions for the next two weeks. So there we go. Shut down for Christmas. Uh, have a holly jolly Christmas. Uh, Chris Kringle, is he allowed? Uh, will he be able to make it through? What happens as we're watching Santa on the, what is that thing called, the NAV? or? Oh, yeah, NORAD. Yes. NORAD, yeah. As we're watching, is he going to have to, like, is if Chris Kringle, if Santa Claus comes in, I like the way my son says it, Santa, Sam says it all. Santa Claus. He likes to say it that way. I don't know why, but it, it makes is Is Santa Claus, because the kids want to know. With the coronavirus, A, is Santa allowed to come? Is he coming? Watch, all the other news media is going to pick up because no one's talked about this. Uh, and then B, if he comes here, is he going to have to quarantine for 14 days 
And then are we going to have an extended, you know, Christmas at that time where he has to travel from place to place? Well, somebody put up on uh, Facebook, the other, some social media the other day, I don't know which, uh, the famous uh, scene, Alan, Alan Rickman, the late, great Alan Rickman in the, in the Robin Hood movie, and cancel Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I, is, is our Grinch in Santa Fe going to cancel Christmas? I, Private cowboy, you're <laughs> going to give me the detonators. <laughs> no, this is as a sheriff of Nottingham. Sure, I understand. But, but, but we know Hans. Yeah, Hans. There, there, somebody else I saw recently was there, he had an advent calendar where you put you have a little image of Hans and you move him down the <laughs> Nakatomi Plaza tower for every day you get closer to Christmas. I want that. That's a good one. Yeah, who it's doesn't really want good. that? Yeah, it's a, it's a great uh, uh, for, the, for the man who has everything. One more right. thing. There, there you go. You Hans got, Gruber. I bet you don't have the Hans Gruber uh, calendar. Yeah, it is a Christmas movie. I saw it with my nephew. My nephew saw it for the first time a couple of years ago. I was just so happy I was in the room at the time. <laughs> it's such a classic. Oh, good one. Lionel Director addresses the lab's economic impact and then late-breaking news this afternoon. Well, it's not about the economic impact. Apparently, Los Alamos has been breached as of this afternoon. They had a security breach. So we'll get more into uh, that as well, and I think we probably need to talk about that. Theft at a high. Uh, They've been robbing radio stations. Mine. Uh, They've been taking trikes from the Double Eagle Airport just on the other side. And now you have a couple stealing tools from Northwest Albuquerque Home, according to KRQE 13. They're searching for a couple who shoplifted from a Home Depot at gunpoint. Like, they're literally just walking in at, near Cottonwood Mall. And, you know, a lot of people go there. There's long lines outside. But back on November 19th, the two loaded up a shopping cart with Milwaukee tools. Not old Milwaukee. Milwaukee <laughs> tools and walked to the exit. Before they left, police say the man pointed a gun at employees and walked out. This is November 19th. Still on the lookout. They're looking for tips. 843 stop. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be lots of tips on that. Well, tell uh, me a stickler. I don't masked know. man shows up with woman and gun approximately 510. I think I just described three quarters of New Mexico. Yeah, but I mean, isn't shoplifting where you kind of hide it under your clothes and you walk out? I, I don't think if you point a gun at the employees technically that's shoplifting isn't that armed robbery i mean uh, brandishing yeah yeah if you if you point it then uh i think the charges are elevated but you're stealing and if you steal underneath the thou under a thousand dollars from what i understand there's no prosecution oh yes yes we don't don't do that in america we don't hold people accountable what's the big deal what's uh, with all the theft stories all of a sudden we actually care about uh, kleptomaniacs now people trying to make ends meet seriously we didn't seem to care before well, you heard Sean Willoughby say the other day the broken window theory, which I think is is, is a good one. You know, you gotta you gotta police the small stuff, and the big stuff will take care of itself. Um, it's uh, it's how Rudy Giuliani. I'm not the world's biggest fan of Rudy Giuliani, but you know the guy, what he did in New York, and, and took that kind of cesspool from Koch and Dinkins, and he implemented that broken window theory of crime. And we gotta uh, clean up this town. Clean it up. <laughs> so. I have to wonder, as you're wondering, as you're waiting in a long line, and then you've got other guys that move to the front line, they cut, they brandish a gun, they wear the mask, and they walk out with stuff. I mean, you've got elderly and disabled people stuck in store lines, and uh, there's been absolutely no mention uh, about it. And uh, here they are, KOAT, finally starting to talk about, uh, you know, and, and we're talking about cold temperatures. One of the things that's on our show prep every single day is I'm telling you what the weather actually feels like. It might be 43 degrees, but it feels like 36 degrees. You know, at, in the morning, it feels like 13, 14 degrees right now, despite it being 19, 20 it's rough degrees. Out there. I'm, I'm a New Englander, and it's been rough on me. Yeah, so you have to think about that. But, I mean, really, what's happening, Dad? You, you're walking in, and, and, and you're like, well, I'm waiting in line for 45 minutes an hour, and people are just walking in and stealing things. 
Unbelievable. But, I, you know, I will give the KOAT credit for covering this, you know, disabled Vietnam veteran, elderly people waiting in lines. I mean, at least they did a story on it. I mean, they should have run this story. The media should be running this story every day. Uh, I t- actually took a picture last weekend of uh, midday on a Saturday, a long, long line at Smith's, just so, you know, folks out there in, in rea- reality world, you can be citizen journalists, too. I mean, you know, we got to document now that uh, mainstream media has completely dare- uh, abrogated, you know, all of its traditional obligation to telling the truth um you know we need we all need to document these crazy times we live in but then what is it that we're actually going to do i mean we're just going to poke at the media or is it really going to effectively change anything and i think this is what we have seen you know a lot of people you know complaining and i agree with you we should be documenting and doing everything but inevitably it just falls on deaf ears as i called the uh, governor's office yesterday with dow do you remember this i do um This is all you get. For someone who really cares about you, uh, the first thing they ask of you, listen once again. This is this. this Good is, day. Thank you for calling the hi. office of the governor. Hi. We're sorry we have missed your call. Oh. Please leave your name, phone number, and a detailed message, and we will get back with you as soon as possible. Sure. If you are calling with concerns regarding a non-compliant business oh, or a oh, this, gathering. There it is. There Please it is. The non-compliant business. The, the only thing, leave your name and number. Otherwise, if you're complaining about somebody and you want to go after them, if you want to sick the government at them, uh, here you go. Unbelievable. I mean, how, how about if uh, you need help waiting in line in the cold and you're old or disabled or ill, you know, we can come help you out. No, no, no. Write out your fellow citizens. That's- how about a conversation about uh, press one for the nearest testing centers? Uh, press two if you live alone and you're not able to yeah. provide for yourself. Right, we can connect uh, you with so some services. Get, uh, yeah. connect, uh, three, if you are a business and you are unable to take care of your employees, uh, have them make a blanket unemployment for all of them. Instead of laying them off directly, work with the government so we can get back. You know, How about the mental health access line? Yeah, the, the, snitch, give that out. the snitch line, David. We, says, we know where their priorities are. Yeah. Uh, but, but hey. You know, we're all about green energy. We can talk about green energy or who's running for the next whatever uh, here. In fact, uh, you know, one name I haven't heard yet, and I'm surprised if Deborah Holland, should Deborah Holland actually vacate um, the seat and Donald Trump sadly would no longer our president, which I pray every night, folks, and my kids pray for it, too. Let me tell you this. We have yet to hear about Tim Keller. What about Tim Keller for Congress? He's done such a great job. Oh, he has. Albuquerque's oh, he's booming. Such, what a great... It's safe. Uh, <laughs> Economic development is surging in our city. Could, you, could, could they actually even float that in good conscience? If, you, if someone were to float it, if the Dems float it, if Joe Monahan floats that, if, if any of these other newspapers start floating that mm-hmm. idea out there, think about how it will impact the mayoral race. Big. Big, big. I think that'll be huge, but yeah. they probably won't dare say it. I'm like, don't put out, the, don't put that out there. But Tim, Tim is looking at all his options right now. What? New Mexico doesn't have any options. I'm wondering if she knew, and that's when Tim Keller decided to go ahead and have his first COVID nineteen update. I think in four and a half months. Oh wow! Did you notice that? No, it was that long. Yeah, we haven't had a COVID. Remember, we used to have the the yeah. phone calls. I'd get the random right, phone calls right, from the right. number, and you know, we'd hear from Tim Keller and like, hi. This is Tim Keller, mayor of Albuquerque, and you press one to stay on the line for this very important COVID. Like, I don't get those phone calls anymore. Like, he's asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Where, where are you, metal mayor? We want to hear from you. Oh, the metal mayor. <laughs> what a phony. I should have, like, a little thread, like, you know, 
Um, like Eddie Van Halen, you know, <laughs> he plays that solo in Jump. Yes. Like every time you say, uh, every time you say uh, Metal Mayor. Oh, poor Eddie Van. We lost a good one this year. Fox News. We, we lost a lost a good one this year. We're not, looks like we're not going to hit the top of the hour. Fox News, even though it is sacred. Um, Rudy, Rudy, hold the line. We'll get to you very quickly. So, to, but we lost a good one in Eddie Van Halen. But wouldn't that be like a great, great little riff every single time that we we talk about? Uh, um, every time we're forced it, to it, talk about <laughs> Jim Keller, oh. you know, we get the we get the the, the solo from. Uh, from from Eddie Van Halen back in the day. There he is. Huh? He's doing the keyboard and the guitar. Oh, huh? yeah. The keytar? <laughs> no, did, never put the two together, okay. though. That's a, a, dou- a douchebaggery move. <laughs> I don't think this qualifies as metal. Right? Mm, probably not. The, I don't truth, think, the purists wouldn't yeah, say. Yeah, no, man. they wouldn't say. Like, or, or a guy smiling into the camera. I don't think that... You know, they mostly like the, the dark, brooding skulls and all that kind of stuff. All right, let's check on weather and traffic. Uh, Rudy Grande, let's do it. As we put things together, starting with the weather, cold night tonight, 24 to 27 degrees, they tell us, for the overnight low. Right now, in um, at St. Pius, I should say, it's 39 degrees. 39 in Four Hills, and it is 38 at the Rock of Talk. Two accidents are crippling, well, not crippling, it's hurting, Unser, that's for sure. Uh, this is going to be uh, Unser in Ladera and then Unser at Vista Oriente. Those two accidents, they're about half a mile apart, so that's why you're seeing a slowdown on both sides of that. If you're just trying to get across, Unser, I've got to tell you from Paseo, on Paseo, rather, from Kimmick up to Unser, under 10 miles an hour, you'll get a little better, but still very busy all the way to Universe. And this traffic report is brought to you by Le Chantilly Fine Pastries. This is a place you've got to go to for the holiday treats, no doubt. Le Chantilly Fine Pastries in the Hoffmantown Shopping Center. i got to tell you, this uh, pumpkin roulade is something you just can't miss. It is just swarming with all kinds of great things, like the uh, cream cheese uh, icing. And, of course, you want to get uh, uh, part of this Bush Noel Yule Log, that is flourless uh, cake, and it's got chocolate cream cheese icing. It is amazing. Well, what's a ru- what, what was it again? What's a ru- Did you call it a ruol? Ruol? I don't know what that is. Roulade. It's kind Roulade. of a, it's it's a rolled log, basically. How do you spell that? Do you know how to spell it? R o u l d e. Roulade. Oh, it, really, it is quite it is quite the treat for the holidays, and then that uh, Bush Noel, that's a chocolate log. Oh my goodness! Oh, those I know what a roulade is. I've are, seen one of those those pumpkin roulades you roll in cream cheese. Yeah, my my mom makes those. Those are di- mom. You better make ma the meatloaf <laughs> and the roulade. <laughs> Where's <that> meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. And the other the other thing they have over at Le Chanty? It's the Bush Noel uh, Yule Log. How do you spell and Bush? It is, is it's, it's, it's all chocolate. And what makes it so well, that's probably what makes it so good. Anything all chocolate has got to be great, right? But it's a flourless chocolate cake filled with the mocha whipped cream. And then they roll it in that uh, buttercream chocolate icing to die for. Great. It's I feel great. fat already. Awesome. 
Oh, I'm looking this up right now. It looks Load so good. Up. Yeah, there we go. Oh. All right, Bertie. Les Chantilly is in the Hoffman Town Shopping Center at Wyoming and Manal. And with that, we're up to date. So now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Okay. That's what I do every night. That's all I know how to do, man. You know. I ain't flew all the way overseas in the middle seat. I'm going to be the outcast mayor, right? Act like That's you what got I want to be. Not the metal mayor. Outcast mayor. Money. This is hope money. I hope you get out there and do your thing. <laughs> Hey, check it out. Hey, hey, I know you hey, know yeah, this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. Either you can fold that. Speaker box. I'm telling you. Don't mess it up for everybody. Greyhound don't float on water. Little Atlanta. 404. Here in London for the first time to perform for you live. Johnny Volta, Benjamin Andre, Dookie on drums, Possum Jenkins, and Andre. Possum. <laughs> Ice cold. Ice cold, baby. 3,000. Performing that smash hit. Hey, ya! Ladies and gents, I give you the love, the love. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Erg on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA and 93.7 FM. Great stuff there from Outcast, And I played that because there is a uh, softer folk version that I absolutely love that I'm going to be playing uh, here at the end of our show tonight. Hour 3, D. Dowd Muska, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm well. I'm starting slowly but surely, moving steadily toward getting a little more in the Christmas spirit. It's been a been a rough year for all of us, hasn't it? Been? It has, but we'll be fine, and we'll get through it. And 2021 is looking up. Uh, it can only look up. I'm not sure how much, but I'm not going to tempt fate on all of that. And uh, I think we'll be having a It's a Wonderful Life uh, Christmas radio for the next couple of weeks. So we look forward to that. If you want to be a part of it, 550-5500, we'll get you your stories. that We'll be hearing from a number of our advertisers. Rudy had to run. A lot of people, especially during this time, I know you guys like to indulge in one way or another, Please drink responsibly. Uh, obviously, there's a number of people who probably aren't driving this time, but a lot of people are taking a lot more chances. I'm seeing people who are turning into absolute speed demons at this point. Uh, please be careful, folks. Think about uh, other people that are out there on the road, and I realize we're all going through things. And, folks, uh, call somebody. Pick up the phone. If somebody's in need, do whatever you can. We all must uh, stick together because certainly the government has not been helping us in any way, shape, or form. And uh, I know there's so many of you who are trying to uh, prevent and worried about the coronavirus. Don't get tested and actually actually showing symptoms. There's no exactly. sense in you getting tested unless you have a 
you know, the fever, which I have the temperature thing, the cough, uh, any of those things, I would not, I would highly suggest that you don't leave to go get tested specifically, but you should definitely leave to uh, integrate and then talk with other people, but always ask them how you're feeling. If that's something that uh, you are concerned about by 50, 500 call, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie, I, uh, uh, do you remember outcast playing the Hey Al song for the Grammys? I don't remember. I've never, you know, I haven't watched the Grammys, uh, since Michael Jackson did the moonwalk. Yeah. Well, anyway, they were, they were, they were doing that, uh, uh, song live on stage, and they were all dressed in Native American with uh, green feathers, and they caught hell from the Native community for for uh, for that. But I think maybe maybe because of the green feathers, or just maybe they thought uh, a lot of the Native community thought they were mocking. I guess maybe they were I, doing I, the, they were culturally appropriating something. Uh, where I mean, in the ranking of uh, cultural appropriation, uh, I guess certain. People can borrow from certain other people, but other people can't bother from certain other people. That's sort of the way that it works, and I would imagine that that was probably the criticism. As you know, we're getting rid of the Cleveland Indians now. Uh, we've already got rid of the Washington Redskins. I know you don't have a, a problem with either one, and Michael, as you've said many times, there are people out on the uh, reservation, Native Americans, who are quite proud of that. In fact, there's a high school out there that has been featured that uh, is named the Redskins. Oh yeah, and also uh, there's a radio program called Singing Wire, uh, or on, and one of the a lot of the DJs on there used to play if if, if there was a, a, a native a part native in a band or what or whatever they would play their music just like uh, a case of honey. One of the one of the oh, the yeah. main uh, singers right. uh, was is half native, and they used to play that that song that heard their their big mega hit. Yeah, yeah, no, that uh, was it. I, um, Cherokee people, dun, dun, Cherokee dun, dun, dun. tribe, <laughs> yeah, remember so that. proud to yeah, live. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was bringing attention. Uh, uh, some of my and, best. And Jimmy, uh, J- uh, Jimmy Hendrick was a quarter Cherokee. His, his grandma that used to babysit him was full Cherokee. Well, I'll be darned. After all these years, we finally learned a little bit more about, uh, Jimi Hendrix. No wonder he was such a great rock and roller. Again, uh, I don't. I'm not. I hopefully I'm not being uh, stereotypical when I say this, Michael. But I mean, what is it with Native Americans and how much they love metal? And they must have been people who put the metal mayor over the top for the city of Albuquerque election. Oh yeah, and also uh, remember uh, Daniel Boom. That was Ed Ames. That was Mingo on Daniel Boom. <laughs> the, that's the series. Well, anyway, yeah. Ed Ames came out with with a lot of with a lot of uh, music back in the day. Uh, good stuff. Do, do you do you think I'm culturally appropriating? Am, am I? Is this station racist because we have the uh, uh, call letters K I V A? We're the Kiva. No, no, no. You know, okay. you know, you, you 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 do us you do us proud, especially when you when you talk about uh, certain things and 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 you put a little uh, uh, sanctity to the to the word Kiva. Oh, that's nice of you, that's Michael. Nice of you. Do you celebrate Christmas, Michael? Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, like, like I was telling you once before, uh, we do the Roman Catholic thing and also the Native thing since we went underground when, uh, when we were persecuted once upon a time. A little, a lot of, a lot, it depends. I, I think we're like on a, sli- a sliding scale. You got the really conservative, uh, traditionalists and then you got the ones that are, have lost their culture and they're the ones that, uh, that, uh, aren't, as, aren't, aren't, uh, don't remember as much as their, culture songs and dance and uh but then you get people that marry into that culture uh into that pueblo or that 
uh, indigenous culture that uh, bring in their uh, traditions and it, and then uh, revive revive the community again. Uh, Michael, do I have to ask in the more traditional conservative cultures uh, in Native American um, uh, culture, twenty seven different. Uh, uh, tribes and, and and cultures around the state of New Mexico. Uh, do a majority of them celebrate Christmas? Oh yes, all how of about, them do. How like about, said, how about uh, Thanksgiving? How about Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, of course. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, Michael. It's Michael. Very my, my, Michael. Where I, I, you're you're saying things that just must not be true. I mean, uh, when we have Red Nation here at the University of New Mexico, and I'm not picking arguments at all, but. They're the ones who are trying to get rid of Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they got rid of Entrada. We got rid of Columbus Day. How does that strike you here? I mean, uh, weren't we all getting along for a good two hundred and ninety some years? Oh yeah, but it's just it's just like a re, uh, it's just like a reemergence of pain. Back in the day in the sixties, you had the American Indian Movement. So you know, like I told you once before, there's a movie called. Uh, Thunderheart, uh, Thunder Thunder yeah, Val yeah, 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 yeah. Thunderheart tells the story of AIM. So, so even even in uh, that powwow scene, they were doing the AIM the AIM song at, the, at that powwow. And uh, but it's just a another reemergence. But uh, it's 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 coming from out of state, and uh, it's, it's a national thing. But it's not it's not it hasn't gained that much traction here. Maybe with with uh, people that go to the universities and I don't know about high schools, but it's, it, the the attraction, the attraction and the traction is not there. What about Deborah Holland, Michael? Are you proud? And uh, since you guys are, she's also Laguna Acoma like you are, uh, right? But she's only part. You know her father or married into her father, correct? No, yeah. Her, well, her, her, her great grandpa, her great grandpa, and my grandpa are, are brothers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, are you well, proud of uh, this pick? Right. Do you think she's gonna? Are you proud she's representing? Uh, uh, or do you trust her uh, to be the Secretary of Interior? I, I got to get your thoughts on this since you seem to be the closest <laughs> blood relation I I can talk to about it. Yeah, but it, it depends. It depends on whether she uh, uh, gives a quick education because uh, you know, according to what I've learned, that she was an army brat. You know, she moved all over the country in military bases and whatnot so that came out when she was running the first time or i mean uh, the first time around but uh if she can if she can get schooled and uh and get educated real quick in, in a lot of in a lot of uh issues because you know the native the indigenous uh, tribes around the nation are, are like quadrants you got the northeast you got the florida florida seminoles and you got the the east, northeast, northwestern, and you got the Mission Indians down in California, and you got the southern uh, Pomo, and I mean uh, uh, Pima and Papago down in southern Arizona, uh, in southern Arizona. Then, mm -hmm. then also even in cultural, you got the the northern the northern uh, traditionals, and you got the southern traditionals from uh, Oklahoma this way. But uh, I've, I've noticed in, in New Mexico the the north the northern uh, powwow. Thing it has gotten a lot uh, has gotten almost drowned out the southern powwow type of low singing here in New Mexico and it's just it's just, it's more dynamic I would think. I got to say this this is becoming a weekly feature with Michael. Uh, you Very know, getting more into this, uh, Michael. I uh, hope you return uh, this time next week uh, for a brief and uh, maybe text me. And let me know uh, you know a little bit more. Uh, some of the cultural underpinnings and your thoughts and uh, relationships to all this uh, next week. And if I don't talk to you, have a Merry Christmas, but we'll be here for Christmas. Oh, yeah, same to you. Yeah, 
it's, it's a shame that we're not celebrating Christmas because uh, there's some dynamic uh, Pueblo dancers that go on. Like in Hamas, where I'm from, we uh, we have a, we have the, we have our own Buffalo dance that's unique. So uh, once next next uh, next Christmas time, I'll, I'll tell you when to come up to see this Buffalo dance. Okay, looking forward to it. I'm in. I'm actually excited. I like this. I, and I as I Michael. always do, I am always fact checking the callers. Michael's dead on in 2004. Outcast performed at the Grammys, uh, and, and the Native American Cultural Center went bat bleep crazy. Oh, here, um, here, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. And, and uh, oh no, no, it's based in San Francisco. Uh, Native American Cultural Center. Uh, Sean, let's see, Fritas said, Fritas. "quote uh, It was the most Indian disgusting Indian. set of racial stereotypes aimed at American Indians that I've ever seen on TV. It was on par with white people dancing wow. sexually in Holy blackface." Moly. Or yarmulkes. Wow! I am shocked and outraged. Wow! Oh, can you feel the forty-five? Come on! All Revere and the Raiders. Don Farden, actually. I like it. That's good. The Lament of the Cherokee. There it is. I'm That's embarrassed to say I did not know that he, he had the first version of that. It yeah, was, there it is. The it original. Was, it was a cover by Paul Revere and the Raiders. And I'm sure back then when they you know they looked at it, they're like, hey, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Oh, <laughs> incidentally, not Paul Revere. Oh, my God. Yeah. A patriot. That's that, actually, ironically that's enough. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that British. Are, I mean, no, no. Uh, he probably, I would say... That many Native American tribes probably went to say, hey, Don Farden didn't go far enough. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know. We need more wampum. You know, try to get <laughs> more, excitement, more, more <laughs> excitement out there. And so they went to Paul Revere and the Raiders like, we need you to belt this out. That's right. Right? In our spirit. More energy. Yeah. More up-tempo there. Yeah, we don't need that. For this, for, for this positive, uplifting <laughs> song. <laughs> but, you know, the sad thing is, 68, you know, the rise of the American Indian movement, I mean, there was nothing wrong with 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 black folks and Indian folks and this Latino or the Chicano movement oh, saying, "Whoa, I like that!" Yeah, right there, yeah. keep doing that. There was nothing like wrong that. with people having uh, uh, saying, "Listen, maybe our stories haven't been told enough in traditional American history books and in schools." That's fine, but when you tr- when when that becomes identity politics and resentment and reparations, you're going in a really really dangerous direction. I I think the the I, I, PBS did a documentary a couple of years ago about uh, the history of Chinese Chinese Americans, and you will not find a group of people 
who were more discriminated against, more violence committed against Chinese Americans. There was a story about guys panning for gold up in the Snake River up in Wyoming one spring, and all of a sudden, all these bodies start floating down the river. Oh, that's all the Chinamen we killed last winter, and their bodies were frozen in the snow. I mean, there's been a lot of horrible things, and a lot of wonderful things in our, in our history, and we need to tell all those stories, yeah. but when it becomes this toxic, resentment, poisonous AOC nonsense, it doesn't serve anyone. So um, that's, you know, that's the sad thing. They took something that was, I think, at its core a good thing. Let's tell our stories. Let's open up the history books a little more. Let's talk about how uh, Sacagawea kept Lewis and Clark's go. journals. They were in the water, floating down the river. Working and she together. risked her own life yeah. to get... I mean, that's, her story needs to be told. That's part of the American story. But when it becomes this political, toxic, Marxist nonsense, it was so wonderful to hear Michael say... Oh, Red Nation, you know, that's not getting a lot of traction here. Those are outside people. Those aren't people from the native communities here saying, oh, Red Nation's wonderful. We're for them. What an encouraging thing for him to say to us. I'm, I'm encouraged by that greatly. Uh, this is the original version, which no doubt many Native American tribes said, you know, go back and do it right. Here, here's uh, what I was saying. Oh, yeah. A little more groovy, more rock and roll, right? More percussion, more drums. You can hear that. You can hear the the bass threads. Here it is. Cherokee people, Cherokee tribe, so proud to live, so proud to die. Wow. I mean, I, I feel like honorary honorary Cherokee right there. Okay, so I want to say something with regard to all of this, which I think is is important is. I imagine that there's probably somebody who wants to sue Paul Revere and the Red Raiders or Don Fardon or anybody, uh, just like we have the Zia symbol here in the state of New Mexico. It's like, well, you must pay these people for use of the Zia symbol. It is cultural appropriation. You must pay somebody for your Kiva. You must pay, like, there's so much of this going on. And this historical revisionism that's been going on, and of course you know all about the 1619 Project. Like, this is what is happening to you. In a very expansive way, like some of this litigation is leading to a complete revisionist history. They're trying to reverse the racism. And it leads to sports as well. This week, Major League Baseball has reclassified Negro Leagues as Major Leagues. Long overdue, they say. NBC News, ESPN, New York Times. Well, why weren't we talking about this, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years ago? Or back when Jackie Robinson, how come we weren't talking about that in the 42? The Brooklyn Dodgers. We, we could have been, but we didn't if this really needed to be integrated at, at this point. And I think all it does is it brings the wrong type of attention. And there are a lot of people out there that are trying to re-educate other people on history, and they have a revisionist version of history. Mm-hmm. And what's really happening is if you go onto the Internet... If you Google anything, you will get now a majority. If you go on Facebook, if you go on Instagram, if you go on any of these social media, all you have and all your children will ever learn is now revisionist history. Mm -hmm. They're changing the very definition of what we used to talk about because they think that, no, that isn't the right story. We're going to revise it 60, 160, 260 years later. And let me ask you, do you think they're actually getting it right? (laughs) They're telling the story they want to tell. We're failing as this, uh, everybody hates the term, of course, but we're failing as this melting pot. 
How can we come together for Christmas or Kwanzaa or Happy Hanukkah? Like right now, before you say anything, you're like, well, I'm not really sure. I'm walking into this room. Should I say Happy Holidays or should I say Merry Christmas? Well, if you're around me, I've been saying Merry Christmas for as long as I can remember. I don't ever remember saying Happy Holidays. Hey, Happy Holidays, Mom. Happy Holidays. Now, if you say Merry Christmas, well, you're not inclusive. Well, what are all these people who are taking off the 24th and the 25th, and they've had Christmas off forever, and they get it no matter what, and hey, isn't it Christmas, and isn't it Christmas, and all these Christmas, and we have the number one radio stations during this time are all Christmas music? Sure, sure. Christmas, Christmas. They're not singing about Kwanzaa or well, maybe one song about Hanukkah. Pull out your yarmulkes. Time Here to celebrate comes Hanukkah. <laughs> like we're celebrating Christmas. We're going to write Jesus out of the crucifixion at some point. Like, if this continues on this pace, that's what is inevitably going to happen. And then there won't be a Christmas. And in fact, that's what happens now in places like Afghanistan and Cuba and other places that don't celebrate Christmas. You're persecuted. North Korea, if you celebrate anything, including Christmas, you're persecuted. We're headed towards the socialism, and it has to stop. And if you notice, the questions I was asking Michael, who is related to Deborah Holland, right? I was asking. I knew where you were going. Do you celebrate (laughs) these things? Yeah, that you're not supposed to. They don't want you to. They want you to be resentful. Do you not get uh, your rations from the reservation from the government if you choose to say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Mom, Merry Christmas? You celebrate. Well, can't say it. Well, you're you're no soup for you. 550-5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, calling him up politics, but I'm related to Deborah Holland too. Oh no! Just uh, how about do the politics part? I don't want to, I don't want that long drawn out relationship to uh, Deborah Holland, David. I know you're not related. Come on. Well, her dad was full blood Norwegian, and so we're all related. So I'm related. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. Right. keep it short and sweet. I appreciate it. What, what's on your mind, David? Oh well, uh, might as well get that out of the way too. It, uh, Hanukkah. I, my my ex used to party at David Lee Roth's house, and I used to party at Harrison Ford's house. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and uh, and and I have been to the Buffalo Dance at Hamas. I was invited by uh, uh, Yippa, uh, Johnny and Juanita, and Wilfred Yippa. Michael will know them. Okay, and Very I think cool. it was the first. I think it might have been the first time that they had a female dancer d- dancing the Buffalo part. Wow, that's history. That's history making. Maybe as another, you know, more more expansive uh, consciousness uh, out there of these very traditional cultures. Have you noticed that? So, yeah, interesting. Not, not, yeah. keeping, not keeping it traditional. Anything else, David, on your mind? Yeah, the politics. You're you're talking about the socialism. Uh, our founders gave us the directions on how to run the country. It's all right there in those two documents: the Declaration of Independence, and which can be read in five minutes, and the Constitution, which can be read in another five minutes. And right there, they've given us the entire directions as to how not to let these people do to us what they are doing to us, and it tells you what to do about it. You just got to read it. I appreciate that, David. As always, we appreciate your phone call. Make sure that you uh, get something going for next week. We want to hear from you during uh, our Christmas weeks, uh, next couple of weeks. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, Eddie, uh, thanks again for your conversation with Dad. It's been really good. So the way I understand it, the way I see things, is that they're trying to continue to divide us in order to create 
of perceived unity. And it's a false precept that the unity will be built on. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks for your time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dow, did you uh, catch I, all of that? Yeah. The, the, so the divided uh, and then, you know, the original ways in which we're supposed to practice based upon what uh, these what they would refer to as myths. You remember, do you remember Joseph Campbell? Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, with the Bill Myers. Yeah, you watched yeah, all you that. and I yeah. watched all those things yeah, back in the day. No, I'm really, I'm really attracted the power by the of myth. That's right. The, uh, the, he links it to Star Wars. Uh, the, I'm, I'm very attracted to the colors concept of perceived unity. It's, a, it's a, it, it, as I watch the left, I grew up. I'm so old now. I do remember a time when the left was willing to debate. They still believed in what they believed. But what is it now? It's shadow banning and shutting you down and cancel culture. And it, it, somehow you, this, you get to the Soviet Union. If you were opposed to policy in the Soviet Union, you were deemed mentally unfit. They would put people in mental health facilities saying you can't possibly oppose the wonderful communist resolution, revolution because there's something wrong with you. So this idea of building this false consensus or as Collar called it, perceived unity that that plan is underway, whether it's a conscious plan or not. Uh, making those of us who just aren't on board with that progressive agenda, uh, we're the outliers. We're deniers. Uh, we have mental issues. Uh, I, that is a dangerous word concept. Uh, perceived unity, and and but that's what they're peddling. Perceived unity. Great, great term. I think it's it, the better way to say is getting your unwilling compliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, in what they want to say is okay. And if it encroaches on you, that's okay. But you can no longer encroach on them because you've been dominating for the last 100, 200, 300, 500 years. Sure, sure. I think that it's this, like, we need to go ahead and, hey, you've you've had your turn, now we get ours. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then in terms of the shunning and shuttering of uh, various platforms, uh, as it were, which are now publishers, in my opinion, not platforms, um, they will decide what is truth, what is not truth, uh, what is allowed to be told and what's not allowed to be told. It's a matter of time before even your time here, um, it'll be bewildering to you. You will not be able to uh, remember the reality, and that's one of the things that I'm actually concerned about is if we'll be able to actually acknowledge the reality that we live through during this time, will this be flushed uh, from our brain yeah, okay. in one form or another through either audible, video, or maybe some sort of sociological uh, experiments which maybe have some sort of uh, biological connection to it, and I don't know if that comes in the form of vaccine or what, but you know it, it could very well be. Well, and expl- perceived unity, call it whatever your preferred term. I mean, you, it, it exploits something that's the core of, of of human beings. You know, you could come at it from a religious or an evolutionary perspective. It's a strength, but it's also a weakness of us. We've been, we've become such a successful species because we are social animals and we do work yes. together and we have moral senses. We care about. Uh, caring about people, the sense of fairness, the sense of justice. So that's a good thing. But it also, you know, those of us on the libertarian side who are kind of iconoclastic and kind of introverted and live our own lives, um, you can get, you can fall into that trap too much. We we look at so much of society and say there's just too much of that going on. Too much relative. Uh, I, had a, I had a philosophy professor yeah. one time who said there's really only two, uh, politi- in terms of political philosophy, there's only two, broadly speaking, there's only two. Uh, one perception is everything's coming together and we need to break it apart, and the other one is everything's breaking apart and we need it to come back together yeah, <laughs> at the broadest possible level. So, yeah, we're a successful species because of our social nature, but our social nature can also trap us into thinking, 
well, I can't think this or I can't say that because it seems like everybody thinks a different way. And it doesn't matter. You should be able to express yourself regardless Absolutely. of what that is. I think is. it's kind of and how I, the country was built. And built I think of ourselves as a part of this chaotic primordial soup. And even today, is the universe still expanding? Think of it that way. That chaos uh, continues uh, at, even as we speak uh, at uh, 186 million miles an hour. <laughs> 630 right. here in the Kiva call. You're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Appreciate you. Um, just wanted to comment on uh, the fact that I requested the Warrior song uh, the other night. I wondered if you ever got around to it. I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, i got to tell you, I've been pretty busy, but uh, I'll cue that up when I'm ready. I think it was for Marines, Army, Navy. Uh, um, Air Force. Yeah, uh, so you wanted for all, all that. How about- and I think it'd be, uh, I think you'd uh, let the civilians know out there that everything's under control and uh, freedom will not die. I love that. Um, and then I'd like for you to prepare something, since I know you've been on this song, and we'll definitely get it out there, but I have yet to listen to it, but I'll definitely uh, get it out there. Anything else? Uh, other than that, uh, freedom will ring, and have a great night, everybody. <laughs> All right, good stuff. I mean, he really wants uh, me to play that song. I just haven't gotten around to it. What yet. specifically song is it? It's the Warrior song for the Armed Services. Oh, each one has a separate. No, we go it's one into for... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, I was thinking that the theme, like the Air Force song in the Navy. He, and he's he he really wants it. I better just uh, yeah, got to give the people what they want. I wonder yeah. if the uh, Space Force is going to have. We're a not song talking about looting down the walls of horror. <laughs> bang bang, I, I am, am the warrior. warrior. <laughs> um, Speaking of eighties music, <laughs> I don't remember when that used to play. Laura hey, Branigan? No, no, no. Uh, dun dun dun. Da, dun, dun, da, dun. Yeah, remember not, Lauren Brandigan? It's not Joan Jett. It's not Lauren Brandigan. No, it's uh, the Warrior song. It's a video with lyrics. Please help support the Warrior song. I think this is it. Uh, so let's go into the Warrior song. I'm to- I totally have not even uh, gone through this. So uh, we'll probably have to pay it a, a longer period of time. But this guy really wants it. And he wants me to play it. So we'll uh, give him a, a little bit of what we... Uh, this is probably the... Warrior Song Project. You got to hit the subscribe button on this thing. Uh, but let's take a let's take a listen. Hopefully, it's clean, right? So I got the dump button on. Yeah, I do. All right, all right, all right, good song. I'm pretty sure that's it. So <laughs> serious stuff <laughs> for a Thursday night. Oh, so we'll get to that, sir. I'll I'll play the whole thing for you, but uh, we got to put it at the right place too, and I think that that's uh, very important. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. Good calls, good energy, good stuff coming into the Kiva uh, during this Thursday, December the seventeenth at six thirty three. Uh, PM, um, San Juan County, speaking of, uh, Navajo nation and uh, they bore the brunt of the coronavirus very, very early. And I'm not necessarily sure it wasn't by design. I hate to be that cynical, but we were flying them in hospitals out there weren't taking them. And now they seem to be full yet again. The CEO, Jeff Bourgeois told the daily times up in Farmington, on December 11th, that the hospital had 73 confirmed COVID-19 patients with a total of 156 
That seems to be quite a lot. But the San Juan Regional Medical Center had 37 COVID-19 patients hospitalized on November 11th. Look at that discrepancy from 36 to 156. And there's certainly something uh, to this. There was uh, 48 deaths and you know, we probably should acknowledge that to the degree that we possibly can. But again, there isn't full transparency of the information that's right. being shared. Right. Uh, preventive measures other than masking up, if it was really killing that number of people, shouldn't we all gone through, with all our ample time and everything, gone through sanitizing classes at this point or been provided with something that wouldn't allow us to transmit? Now, I, I told everybody that I saw the movie Songbird. Uh, which was absolutely the stupidest movie I've ever seen. Two hours of your life you'll never get back? Uh, it's an hour and 24 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, there's really nothing interesting about it. But, I mean, that puts us in a whole other... Even that was science fiction to me, based upon what we were saying. I think it was some of these people who like have this deep, dark hope in the blackness and darkness and hope that things get worse, they create some of that fear porn and they, they want to get you moved by it. And, yep. and that certainly doesn't, doesn't do it. But, but I mean, if things are moving that quickly yet again in that part of the state, shouldn't we be doing something a little bit more if it's, if it's drastic? And I don't believe, I don't believe in shutting everything down, but I believe in, in personal sanitation. Well, I have my mask. I have, that, I have my hand sanitizers. I've, got I've my seen you package. wear the mask. Yeah. yeah, I've got that. I've got my temperature. I've I had my... to go into Sprouts this morning. I wore the mask. You Sprouts. got to. You got to. You got to. But, you know, it's interesting. This this Farmington story was interesting. I threw it in our list because the, the CEO said at the end of the article, they waited till you know, paragraph 17, quote, we are not overrun, comma, but we are extraordinarily busy uh, compared to our normal level of activity. But I, I they, the reporter wasn't curious enough to say, Compared to your normal level of activity um, this time of year or your normal level of activity in the middle of the summer, one of the things in the, in the piece we put up earlier this week about the COVID death numbers, the supposed death numbers that was so interesting in all the research I was doing is how the, the, the number of deaths in December, January, February, I mean, that's when Americans die. And I think around the world in the northern climes, too. I mean, you, you, it, there's this tremendous spike this time of year. And you were talking about transparency, Eddie. For every number they show you, they'll say, oh, this many people died, or we had this many cases, or this many people are in the hospital. If you're not, you're not learning anything from that data unless you're comparing it to other data. Well, I mean, a number to, by itself means nothing. You also have to factor in um, the, uh, the cyclical, the, the cycle, the high-frequency cycles that are creating a lot of false positives. Absolutely. But when you have those deaths and us not understanding what's happening in terms of how they certify them yep. or how someone... Uh, get certified as a COVID-19 death. What we have seen is a vast majority of those people who have died in circumstances that involve COVID-19 have not died of COVID-19. Right. They've died with, with. COVID-19. So again, you know, uh, how much is this al is, is alarmist? How much of this is realistic? I've always stated since the very beginning, you got to look at the death numbers. You know, again, not to play politics, but it's hard for me to see Michelle Lujan Grisham as anything political. Mm -hmm. And she stole the limelight yet once again. And <laughs> she could very easily go ahead and say, well, you know, save those 20 deaths and we'll uh, run them up whenever we need right. them to go ahead and right. shock the system. So I can, you know, and, and just yesterday, what came off? The entire state's red. The entire state is going to be uh, essentially shut down for the next two weeks. And here's why, because there's 48 deaths coming the next day. I mean, you can plan and plot this holding on, especially when you control the data, the variables, the controls, and you rule with uh, the ability to punitively 
uh, uh, level some sort of punishment on people who are disobeying your edicts. Yeah, and yeah. that is really the culmination of probably the highest level of political power that has ever been had in these United States. I can't imagine that anybody has usurped more of the liberties other than Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, Cuomo, and uh, what's the governor of New York or of uh, California? Oh, Gavin, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Ooh, Newsom. Recall, recall, recall. I'm excited. Oh, there about you go. That. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. All right, gentlemen. Uh, to your song about the 1980s, if I can sing still, because it's been 40 years, it was a female voice that was singing, beating down the walls of heartache. Oh, wow. There I'm you go. the warrior. Oh, he really wanted to yeah. sing that. That's awesome. Patty no, Smith? I didn't. Yeah, I, I no, you did. <laughs> That's why you sang it. I'd have to exercise my voice for a good six to eight hours a couple of days to be able to actually get it down right. Because yeah. back in the day, I could do it, no problem. Yeah. What's the cover tune? Got it. Forty years later, ain't got it. You got to <laughs> practice every single day and don't let her. You know, sing like nobody's, dance like nobody's watching, sing like nobody's listening, right? What, what is the <laughs> benefit of living alone? I sing all the time. <laughs> you do, actually, and you talk a lot to yourself. I do talk to myself yeah. a lot. There's got a lot of that. Dave, thanks for the uh, phone call. Thanks for everything that you do. Uh, make sure you come back next week with a story. Very quickly, we really rifle through. Oh, my God, I didn't read all these texts. Uh, let's see. I don't know what this is true. Prepare for World War Three. This is not an effing joke. Okay. Uh, Los Alamos breach breaking just now on Daily Mail. Uh, Libertarian Party always wrecks everything. Melanie Stansbury can thank them for splitting the opposition for her to win. Uh, Eddie, Libertarian Party is like pissing in the ocean. Uh, let's see. Uh, just a word from my friend Jason. I don't believe if you added up his vo- votes and the Republican vote in that race this year, it would have surpassed Stansbury. So I'll, I'll have that data. Uh, I'll check that data tonight. Uh, this coming out, Space Board Authority Board approves $20 million in urgently required critical uh, infrastructure <laughs> developments despite <laughs> Space Board's lack of a strategic business plan by <laughs> Kathleen just, Sloan. Just, uh, you got it. This is, uh, and the guy referred to it as. I can't write about the Spaceport every day. I have to at least cover some other subjects. Uh, space pork. Gosh. Oh, Jason actually texted and he said, Susanna actually vetoed more than Gary. Oh, okay. And he says, we typically draw more from conservatives in New Mexico. Ooh. Ching, I got, I got a point. But from the data, though, you're right. I can be Secretary of the Interior because, like Miss Holland, I'm not too qualified. Um, that's from Audrey. Uh, sadly, Tom Udall is much more qualified than Holland, but not intersectional. <laughs> Hello, Eddie. Love your program. Please do New Mexico a huge favor and run for governor. The Mexicans will never get out of our existing sewer until the Democrats are gone. Uh, appreciate that vote of consonants. Whatever happened to Michelle Garcia Holmes? A few like pina. Every time I hear see her name, a few like pina coladas. I'm not going to play that. Oh, you mean Gary? What is Aleppo Johnson? Was a good <laughs> candidate. Yeah. I remember that back in the day. He didn't Aleppo? distinguish himself with that. With that. Oh, history. Aleppo. Libertarians are grandiose windbags. They don't have to worry about national office ever. It's just wind and virtue signaling. That's all. We saw how much someone has to do to beat the Dems. Cheating level. Either we band together or the Dems will continue to run it all into the ground. Uh, let's see. How Biden just gave House Republicans a major boost from Fox News. Madams Oregon or Adams Morgan? Question mark. Hilarious. You guys are funny. Uh, good job at the music again. It adds a lot to an already great show. From the Duke. Uh, let's see. No, it is not. Uh, let's see. Los Alamos and Sandia have both been hacked. Not just Los Alamos. Okay. Wow. Merry Christmas, Eddie and the gang. What are your thoughts on David Knight being fired by Alec- Alex Jones? I don't know. I have to look at that. It made me want to play. I'm angry. Cole McCamey, great to be a bulldog. Artesia Roots, Don Moore and Hank. Those were the days. 
Danny Gonzalez will get us back to, oh, right on. Wish I could found the station sooner, Eddie. You've inspired me to get more involved. I'll keep sharing the word. Word. Bird is the word. Eddie, to talk about the idiotic pick of a law professor to oversee the nuclear stockpile, Secretary of Energy. What's the status of the election contest? I had 238 to 300. I used the PDOMA method. Oh, so I guess I have to hand the $500 out to... Who is the low one? Do you have that? Can you pull? Oh, up we the had list? we had two. Uh, I, I don't have the file with me. I have it at home. But the we had two people January predict, predict the Biden victory. Okay, yeah. so it's got to go to one of those two, and whoever's closer, yep. and then it's got to be the. Um, one guy called himself Jimmy McGill, but you were you you disqualified him. You didn't think he was a real. A real well, player. come on, you can't be. Uh, I mean, yeah, too cute. You know. Have to correct you for saying New Mexico Lobos has the best fight song. New Mexico doesn't have the best of anything. I actually yeah. do. Think the He's a loyal man. alumnus. Come on, man! Proud alumnus. It's in my heart. You're in my. Sorry, Eddie. No can do in the Lobo football until they apologize for kneeling down for the anthem at the Air Force game. Yeah. I'm a conservative, not a Democrat. Okay, I like that. I remember history. I never forget. They're spending tax dollars out of state. James and Tomei. Hey, James. James, I like you. You're you're my bro. You're my boy, Blue. This isn't a directly medical passing out after taking the vaccine. Medical personnel. That's precisely what just occurred. Wow, woman got a needle for the vaccine, and she passed out. A lot of people pass out, right? Um, when I think of Bitcoin, I think of this short song. But I, I don't know what that is. Uh, Kim Keller looks like Harvey Dent in the Batman movie. And what did he turn into? <laughs> Two-Face. Tim Keller's new name is Two-Face Keller. Two, Two-Face Timmy. Uh, I can't look at Instagram links. Diamond Phil says Bill and Ted's riff for Keller. I don't know what that is. Uh, Rudy, hope all is well. Let's see. Please play Half Breed by Cher, who is Armenian. I don't know that song. They call me Half Breed. <laughs> it's his tramps and thieves. Huh? Is that is that a real song? It's a real song, yeah. Really? Yep. She, I reckon, uh, the video, I think she's in a Bob Mackie outfit. And uh, I, I do like Gypsy's Tramps and Thieves more than Half Breed, but Half Breed's pretty good. Yeah. i got to say, I mean, I don't know much about Cher. <laughs> it is. If I could turn back to... <laughs> oh, that's old Cher. we got to go back to original Cher. Uh, I reckon this is... Uh, I don't know any Cher. I know... I know. Uh, I know. I could hear her techno music. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, the uh, South Park guys just savage her. Oh, they savage that poor. Is woman. she is she a monster like Robert Smith of the Cure? Uh, no, that Have was Barbara Mecca Streisand. Oh, so good. Uh, I reckon this is what happens when an honest crime scene investigator is willing to be believe his lying eyes instead of looking the other way. New conspiracy theory blows up online over the curious death of Harrison. I'm assuming that's the one. With the boyfriend of the Georgia Governor. senator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Governor. Eddie, great show. I love that song by Paul Revere when I was a kid. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I'm glad you guys uh, found it again. Uh, Eddie, undercover, commie Tim and wife. Why not discussing during the Obama years? Uh, Eddie, this is James Miguel. I am for real. Oh, it's not me- Miguel. It's Miguel. James Miguel. James Miguel. All right. I've never heard of the last name Miguel. Okay, well, he's he's in the running. Is that true? There, there were two. He and another one other. I'll have to check the numbers. He and another person predicted uh, a Biden victory. January 6th. Eddie, up there changing history. One day, they are going to edit the Bible saying it is a hate speech against the homosexuals. Yep, of course. There you go. Uh, let's see, Melvin... Almost done. I voted Gary in 16, Trump 2020. UNM Sports can die. They canceled successful programs to save a failure of football team with uh, corrupt leadership. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, by the way, Dowd was right there in the, in the camera. If you want to see all the video from the show, uh, become a member at That easy. All stories should be told. The scars are there to remind us to never make those mistakes again. Always something there to remind Listen to X Silent Warrior album. Band very famous in Native World. Formed in 70s at Valley High School. 
Okay. Zikt. XIT, silent. You know, have you ever heard of that? No. I mean, a song, The Warrior by Scandal. Yes, we got that. James Miguel is on me for his money. He thinks, <laughs> okay. like, can I just have half? It's <laughs> Christmas. Uh, what's the status on the election contest? Uh, there we go. Uh, people on TV getting vaccine has been faked. Empty syringe, covered needle. Oh, here we go. Man, there's just, like, people just don't believe each other. Not anymore. No. Eddie, Redbone, this is your era, Big Ed, come and get your love. I don't know what that is, Redbone. Yeah, yeah. it was in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I mean, it was on the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Redbone, oh. yeah, yeah. That whole soundtrack for the Galaxy is uh, Funky great. stuff, yeah. Hooked on a feeling. Ogachuk, Ogachuk. I don't believe. All right. I wanted to play the song for you. You might remember I was playing the other song before, the Outcast, the Hey Ya, and and I got to tell you, this this song is one for everybody. You'll love it. Um, we got to get all our songs published and everything on the rockoftalk.chat. A couple of you will bug me about it because they want to hear. Oh, by the way, the New Mexico Bowl next Friday in Texas. Frisco. Frisco, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. So uh, this is by um, Obadiah Parker. And Dowd, you'll absolutely love this. If okay. I can indulge you for a few minutes. Sure. Um, uh, a whole new take there on uh, the Heya song from Outcast. When I heard this, I'm like, I, I probably listened to this song, I don't know, probably once a month. The least. Bluegrass yeah, version of Heya? Uh, well, you know, remember, I um, saw the gourds. You know, they did this. Right. So much damage the LBC is trying to hope to snoop the O. They, they did that. And they did the Bluegrass version of that. And there's, there's a lot of that. There's a group called Hazy Dixie, I think. They used to do a lot of that, and they take all the metal songs and yep. do it. And, yeah. uh, Gangsta Grass is another group, I think. Yeah, yeah. this is actually one. I, if you could believe it, as good as that Outcast song, and as long as it stayed at number one, uh, I believe I don't know, fifteen years ago, whenever it came out, two thousand four. Yeah. Now, whatever happened to Andre three thousand in the, in the Man, game? He went back to Jupiter, maybe. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he was a weird. We've dude. got the Dow three thousand right here. Well, here's the Obadiah Parka. Hey, uh, so take a listen. See you tomorrow bright and early, folks, uh, at 4 p.m. right here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. My baby don't mess around because she loves me so and least I know for sure. But does she really want to Stand to see me walk out the door I can't stand to fight the feeling Cause the thought alone is killing me right now I thank God for mom and dad For sticking two together Cause we don't know how Got it, just don't get it till there's nothing at all We get together, oh, we get together But separate's always better when there's feelings involved If what they say that nothing is forever What makes, what makes, what makes love the exceptions Why, 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 why Are we so in denial when we know we're not
Shake, 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 shake,